Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Chad Terry, and I'm the consumer. My name is Chris Losek. I'm the store manager of Astro Zombies. And I am Chris Fregon. I am the co-owner of Gravity Bound Brewing Company. And we'd like to welcome you back to Craft Beer and Comics, a podcast. <laughs> sorry, I did that a little early. That's all right. <laughs> Got it, it on the table, I'm as just, always. The beer's good, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> awesome. All right. I'm drinking right. some of this. Take a, take a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not refined, man. What's a glass? Oh, yeah. man, I don't I don't know. I just the state won't let me allow to keep uh, aluminum in my hands anymore. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Also, you don't let the beer breathe, bro. <laughs> yeah, you gotta let this beer warm up. What are you talking about? What? Yeah. <laughs> get it get it to room temperature <laughs> like a fan of wine. So, um Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you. I've uh, been here forever, man. dude. What uh you That's the only Chris joke we're gonna have. It's the only Chris joke we're gonna have. I'll call you Losack, maybe. Um an hour into this, I'm definitely gonna make a bunch of Chris jokes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Just, to, just to keep these guys honest and <laughs> just to make sure nobody skips. <laughs> just get, keep yeah, us right? on our toes. Yeah. Uh so welcome to the show. Thank you for uh thank you for coming. Thank you for, for bringing some beers mm-hmm. to share here. Uh tell us a little bit about uh what we're drinking right now. So this beer is uh it's called the uh, the proof of life. Uh it's a Vienna style lager. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is, it's got a, uh, beautiful amber, uh, copper color to it. It's got, it's great herbal profile. It's crisp. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, made with, uh, sauce hops and, and we absolutely love it. It's actually the longest running, uh, beer at gravity bound. We've only been open a little bit over a year and a half now. And, uh, and we just love drinking it. So we, I feel uh, like you, I, I thought you were open longer. I mean, cool. it, it feels like longer. We, there was something. There was something going around, uh, you know, the past two years that uh, that kind of like made time stand still. Uh, oh, so, I'm not you know. familiar, but okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I, don't know. I think we all took a really long nap. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, we have. Uh, it, it has felt longer, but uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, you know, we're kind of notorious for rotating our beers all the time, but our lagers are something that we're really proud of, and uh, and we just keep on making them. So I feel yes. like if you have a a solid. Mm-hmm. brew then maybe you should stick with it you know yeah absolutely like, right. if there's a brewery that doesn't stick with any beers i think that's suspect absolutely you know it's uh and it's it kind of uh it shows what you know the people who go to that brewery and and the ownership and and you know and the bartenders as well of what they actually like uh you know if you just see you know a, a you know just a bunch of bunch of you know hazy ipas or sours and i'm saying this because i have them too but and we we drink those but what we always come back to are our 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 lagers and and like our pilsner and this vienna and our munich dunkel that we're uh that we're coming back out with here in a couple of weeks uh you know we just we'll keep on making them just because you know i'd say it's a perfect ours. yeah time for all those beers yeah yeah absolutely. yeah as it warms up yeah i mean sure. especially a pilsner, yeah. good pilsner. i mean chris i can see you pretty sweaty on the patio trying to drink a double hazy ipa and, and i will but you know <laughs> but, we'll, but i'll drink all the ipa yeah <laughs> but i'll do i prefer yeah. a west coast exactly cool. well yeah well, we got well we don't have a west coast but we got a we got an ipa lined up for you too so very cool don't worry that's, about that's it. my jam mm-hmm. awesome so um so at Gravity Bound, um, tell me a little bit about how uh, how people kind of, for lack of a better term, eat there. I don't think you guys don't have a kitchen, right? No, we don't. It's also very, where are you located? I, yeah, I so it's <laughs> a good question. Great, great questions, guys. Uh, all things can be uh, found out on our, on our Yelp page. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, uh, a <laughs> had is, no idea his location. Yeah, <laughs> one uh, Yelp, one Yelp. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're located off of a. Uh, uh, basically third in Lomas. Uh, it's, uh, in between the cross streets of, of, uh, marble and slate. 
Uh, and uh, so we're right right next to, you know, Marble Downtown is, you know, the closest brewery to us, the most well-known one. Obviously, it's it's a staple here in Albuquerque. And and uh, we we do our best to rotate all of our food trucks. So we don't have a kitchen, uh, okay. uh, but we have different food trucks every day. Uh, so we're open up, uh, we're open Tuesday through Sunday. Um, uh, and we have different food trucks every day on Sunday mornings. We did, we actually do, uh, we team up with another local business called Sunday bagels. Uh, we open up at 10 AM. A lot of people don't like drinking at that early, but you know, sometimes I do. Uh, so it's nice it's to Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some people don't work on Monday. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, for sure. So Saturday, yeah. So Saturday, Sundays are, are Sa- their day. Sundays are the kinda... new Saturdays. That's right. what that's what the youth are saying. Uh, so we're we're listening to them. <laughs> that's and, uh... word. We're, we're in a comic book shop. We don't really like the youth. Yeah. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. That's yeah. what's called that a joke. That's a joke. Yeah, I've been. I've actually been to uh, the Sunday Bagels, uh, and it's a lot of fun. You yep. know, there's a lot of people there, mm-hmm. and you just you you can pre-order those bagels. Yeah, and you just pick up what you have. For sure. You just hope grab everything in the bag is right, and you just you don't even say your name anymore. You just go up and grab a bag, and and you run away. Oh, there you so, go. So yeah, that's how to get around the pre-orders. Actually, <laughs> they're just like it's called theft, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's called theft, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah, Calm it's, it's cool. Here. Yeah, exactly. It, there's no stealing in a brewery, so there is. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I can tell you some stories. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a brewery, though. It was a bar. It was a bar. Um, so, like, kind of the foundation of the show is mm. is kind of us just kind of being nerds. Okay. And so, I take it that you're a nerd for beer, right? I, I, I do like it a whole lot. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, how, how you said you've been open up you've been open for you said like a year and a half yeah um how long have you been brewing yourself so i've i'm not actually the brewer i am the i am the sibling of the brewer so uh yeah we we try to keep him away from the public at all at all cost uh so he's uh he's my middle brother uh his name's cameron he does a uh, pretty good job but he's been brewing his uh his whole adult life um which isn't isn't that long he's only i think 32 uh but, but uh he uh so he was the um you know he graduated from csu and then he went to uh, Washington State uh, to go to brewing school. Um, after we graduated that, well, we think he graduated. We don't. We don't know. Um, but uh, then he learned. He started working. Tastes work. like he did. Yeah, exactly. You know, and we. I, I can't be for certain that this is actually our beer. You know, we we slap our label on it, but you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you never know. Yeah, I can't work all the time, and I don't know what he's doing. So. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it, it tastes like he knows what he's doing. Uh, but the then he tubs went, have yeah. liquid in them for, for sure. He. Uh, but then he went to uh, work at uh, BSI. Uh, uh, which is a yeast microbiology lab in Colorado Springs. He worked there for a couple of years. So he got kind of the, the science background from that. Uh, and uh, then he got a uh, head brewer's uh, job at uh, the Bronx Brewery in New York. He was there for, for a few years. Um, so that's kind of where he, uh, you know, that was a little bit more of a larger production style facility um, where uh, they were just making a bunch of beer. And it was good beer. Uh, but it just kind of, he got a little disenchanted with it um, and decided I was about to, uh, quick backstory about me. I was in the military. Then I, I went to college and at KU, the national champs for 2022. Um, and, uh, and, and then, uh, yes. and, uh, but then when I was, I was whatever graduating. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is <laughs> guys. I know. I'm sorry. We are in a comic book store. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's a, a comic book about basketball, but, and once, once you're what's a basketball, that's a great question. Great we'll follow question. up that on later, but you know uh, what? there actually, the, there's not a lot of comics about basketballs. Well, uh, slam. I mean, Guys, did we just find something, you know, but slams that we're going to be doing together? Derby. Maybe, yeah. yeah. We'll write, we'll write a, a basketball comic yeah. book. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be short. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What, what branch of service were you in? I was in the Marines. Yeah. Thank you. No, absolutely. Awesome. No, no, I had a great time. Uh, I learned how to, luckily, most of my job, it, 95% of it is cleaning, and I learned to do that a lot in the military. So, yeah, for sure. yeah cleanest bathrooms in town, everybody I know. Nice. Yeah, I just, it's a, it's, it's, it's a very valuable thing. You That's know? saying something in a bar. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Usually they're like, what about the bathrooms? Yeah. Going home. Like, somebody's supposed to check on those every day. Yeah, I know. That's it. That's probably why you uh, thought I was the brewer. I was just, I looked raggedy that day because I just got done cleaning the bathrooms. Right, just like cleaning <laughs> stuff. And yeah, around. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so he, uh, yeah, he, um, you know, we started, we started talking when he was leaving the Bronx brewery and, uh, and, uh, we just decided, Hey, yeah, let's, uh, I was, uh, uh you know, let's open up a brewery and, and I was already managing, uh, um, you know, a bar at the time and, and we just figured it would work. So, you know, yeah. you, uh, a couple of years of YouTube videos later and, you know, we had a brewery. So nice. Yeah. It's so much easier to do anything nowadays. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Or, uh, so I don't have to read all these books, but you get to watch videos. Right, yeah. you get to watch a video. Somebody else who read the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I trust that guy. Yeah. As long as they have books in the background while you're watching them, then you know that this is, this is pretty smart. So <laughs> too bad that this is an audio medium and you can't see all the... Right, no, the, right? well, yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm pointing at the, on this, my shelf right now next to Moonshine is mm. Superman. Is that a... So it's like a That's guy. That's the who's... alphabet not being right. Okay, oh, gotcha. He's... I thought you were just like just seeing if I knew who Superman was. Do you mean? Are you talking no. about Clark? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Hey, okay, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> got it. So have have you ever read comic books before? Uh, no, I know, and that's a very delicate way to ask if I know how to read. Um, and mm-hmm. and I really appreciate you Can approaching you read that. Pictures? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a big big picture guy. Uh, no, I actually, uh, you're, uh, you know, you dropping off the the uh, comic book uh, for me earlier this afternoon. I. Um, uh, I don't know if that has to be edited out. <laughs> yeah, it was it, no, yeah, it's short, short little, short little uh, turnaround time. But um, no, that was my first one, uh, and I enjoyed it. I got to drink a beer while I was reading the comic book, nice. uh, so I try to really prepare for this podcast by getting a little craft and a little little comic in there. Um, hey, that's the name of the game. Smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> craft beer and <laughs> comics. Cool. And then a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, anyway, do you like, uh, so that being said, do you, do you watch any of the, the movies, the shows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, uh, to much of my girlfriend's dismay. I'm, I'm a big Marvel fan. I do, do watch the, uh, do watch the movies. I, I'm sorry guys. I know we're still in a, she's a, giving a side <laughs> glance right now. Like, what's yeah. wrong with Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> no, I like, I like it a lot. Uh, and, uh, and I rewatched, um, those, uh, those, those movies quite a bit, quite a few times. And, uh, uh, and then everyone makes fun of me for doing it, but you yeah, it's know, okay. screw them. You know, they make cool t-shirts too. So they do. Wait, yeah. And people make fun of you for watching superhero movies. Yes. I don't know if you guys can relate to that at all. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I yeah. know people who are dumb enough to not like entertainment. Well, it's weird. Like for me, for me growing up, like that's kind of the, the, you know, the, the old story is that, you know, if you were into comic books as a kid, you would yeah, get made totally fun of and yeah. you get beat up or something like that. But, yeah. I don't it's a common know. narrative for sure. Well, it's a common narrative, but I don't know if I'm just like m- mentally deficient or what it is mm-hmm. or what it was, but nobody made fun of me because I would beat them up. Do you think, I, did, I didn't think that was just like, it was too much pity. Maybe you just knew a lot of nice people. <laughs> right. and you just, maybe, <laughs> maybe they just took pity on you. Yeah. But yeah, no, like I remember getting into, into like physical altercations as a kid yeah and so i i feel like people knew that about me and they're mm-hmm. like eh, i don't want to mess with him he's yeah. you know i wasn't you know i would i would help out you know kind of the underdog kids mm-hmm. and 
I just I didn't take any shit yeah. for lack of a better way to say it. That's and, a that's a you know it's a good way to go about it. I was just yeah. super soft and you know I just took the I just took the you know the the ridicule. So, I was so, the same way. Yeah. Just took the took the fighting for a while. Yeah. Till I got older. And then I'll, like junior year in high school, I think I started fucking people up. Yeah. Yeah. Just I just like, I just let all the spiders bite me, and I'm just like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this on you, web in the eye, web in the eye. But. <laughs> I love it. Well, that only works for one. Yeah, of the I got three real sick from that. Don't recommend. Otherwise, you just got to make your own. Way. I think there's a, a like a YouTube channel or video that some kid does where he lets spiders like he has spiders bite him. Yeah. and I'm just like, what what rabbit hole did you go down, man? I don't even <laughs> the know. Wrong one. The yeah. wrong one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, what would you say is your favorite um, superhero movie? Oh God. Um, so. I mean, we when the Iron Man movies came out, I was a you know hit, a huge fan of that. And then you know, I guess this is just the you know, like red blooded American in me. I love I love uh, you know Cap- yeah Captain America. And you yeah, know, I just like that's yeah. He just uh, you know, and I'm gonna do my best not to swear on this podcast because of him. Um, and if I get through that, then <laughs> there, there you go. Now shit, shit. <laughs> I just saw I just saw Chad's uh, Captain America shield tattoo, and now now I know I'm screwed. So <laughs> I just dug myself in a hole. Maybe I shouldn't be that's talking okay. about any kind of superhero. No, no, no. No, that's yeah. I mean that's the thing is um, you know one of the things that we want and and we mm. try and talk about on the show is inclusion. Yeah, it's not about trying to find something that somebody doesn't know about because if we start talking about running a business or brewing beer. Mm-hmm. Neither one I know nothing about. <laughs> well, <laughs> Again, well, you, Chad, I clean the toilets. I clean the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean, you know, there's there's stuff that we all know, mm-hmm. and to to try and find something that that other person doesn't know, yep. just to be able to pick at it. Absolutely, it's not what the finding commonality is is what we what we should all be about. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. There's uh, there's something called gatekeeping that there comic is. book stores are famously known for yeah well chris I, the simpsons i did i did uh see so you just lock the door so. yeah yeah you're stuck here <laughs> it literally has literally a, is a gate it. yeah yeah it's yes, true yes, it happens I mean, i'm not perfect yeah no one no but, one said that yeah right <laughs> you assume i did i did yeah i walked in and i was like damn that's but, a so perfect guy this shop we, we pride ourselves in not being that way yep um and there might be a shop in town that's like that mm-hmm. or two um but i don't think they all are and I'm, by any means um no, I want you to come in and yeah. enjoy yourself. I mean, that's right. the joy of working in a place like this. Absolutely. The, uh, uh, you know, I, I was talking to you guys before the show started, and and uh, and like I, like I said, uh, I know I was having a, a couple of beers with uh, some friends right before I came over here, and uh, and they had nothing but you know great things to say about uh, about your shop. And you know, again, awesome. it was just like the approachability, the uh, you know, the kindliness that you guys uh, you know showed to the customers who walked through the door. Um, and the accessibility of, of you know of, of these comics they they were just they just had nothing but great things to say so it's good awesome. yeah. I, hear, I love yeah. to hear that it's yeah. good tell them thank I, you and yeah. I, I I feel like with us especially the more that you know yeah like the more about comics you know that's when it opens up to be able to like okay I can make fun of you yeah because <laughs> because you know stuff and, <laughs> right. and, and that's exactly. the funny thing is like oh you didn't know this yeah. and it's some obscure right. bullshit oh, thing oh you didn't know what universe uh spider punk is from yeah. right yeah exactly i mean um, it was it, it reminds me of when i was trying to help my cousins with their math problems and i can't do that anymore and then so they made fun of me a lot but i know how to do math i just want to say it now on this podcast <laughs> i know how to do math it's just not the way they do it now. <laughs> just not just that, not, yeah exactly it now. just makes no sense anymore <laughs> oh um, yeah that's been changed yeah. so common core is is uses a concept that i learned as a teenager yeah 
that really helped me figure out math better. Okay. But I still knew how to do it the original way. Yeah. And so, so I don't know. I'm 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 a fan of and I'm a opponents mm-hmm. of Common Core at the same time. It's very weird. You must be, you know, with your identity. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was like, with your identity day to day, how do you, I mean, that's a really, that's a balancing act that you're so doing. So by I'm just day, like, <laughs> I'm Common Core. But by night, there you I'm go. a friendly neighborhood <laughs> Batman. Whatever, I mean, whatever we were doing back in the day. The welcome, other thing. Welcome to uh, Math Corner, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What we're going to be talking about now is algebra. You um, thought we were talking about comics. Yeah, this is how we trick you. If I you. have 14 comic books, 32 pages each, oh, I'm God. traveling in a train um, going... So, all right, guys. Oh, thank you so much for coming to this yeah, podcast. Right. I'm going to believe you. Uh, so I was going to say, um, so as comic book collectors, mm-hmm. what we do is like... And this is, this is something I'm going to touch on here in, in a little bit, but um, a lot of times, like, we buy comic books without an intention of actually opening it and touching it and going through yes. the books. I've, I've heard, I've heard about that. I yeah, think it was, so, uh, what was it? Unbreakable. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. yeah, I love that yeah, film, gotcha. yeah. This Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis film way, way back in the way day. Back, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like Shyamalan when he yeah. actually made good films. Yeah. 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 And so is there, is there an equivalent of that in the beer world or in your world where yeah. someone would buy a beer and be like, no, you're never opening that. That's an original Coors number one line <laughs> produced. Uh, Tennis shoes do that stuff too. Yeah, you know, I'm never going to wear these shoes. You know, yeah, limited to 50. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, the best, best thing I can say is everyone's different. You know, a lot of people and you know, I have this, I have this mentality. I'm just like, beer is me- meant to be drank. It's meant to be shared. Uh, and it's not, it's not meant to, you know, sit up on a shelf you know, some beers are meant to age and, you know, get better with time. Um, but at some point you need to pop that bottle and you need to, you need to drink it and hopefully with it's, it's with friends, but, uh, you know, it's not, that, that absolutely does happen. And you see this, like this secondary beer market and I've got, I've got friends who do that too. And it, okay. I find it very strange and, you know, I, I appreciate it because, you know, I, you know, I like beer and I, you know, it takes a lot of effort to make. And, you know, especially with a lot of these barrel age ones and it can be, it can be a lot of time that, that you're putting into and a lot of investment for the brewery. Um, but you know, at a certain point, you know, you need to, you need to break that seal and you need to, you know, you just need to enjoy it. So, yeah, obviously it's a different, different kind of, uh, you know, uh, the, the paper on these might last a little bit longer than a barrel aged out, but you know, it's a, uh, you know, it's all, well, all there about are how toys. you store it. Very, very true. Very yeah. true. There are many collectibles that, yes. that you just don't open. Yeah. yeah. Unless you want to enjoy them mm-hmm. in that way. Usually, but then they're not worth the money they were worth when you've got it. From from listening to uh, – uh, I did my homework and I listened to a couple previous uh, of your episodes. And, and I, I think it was you're, – nice. you're supposed to open it when there's children around. And you're supposed to, you know, really kind of let their hands kind of get on it, oh, and just like, and just, yeah. and just, you know, really While get in eating? there. Bend it in half. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Make sure they have a snack for sure. Mm-hmm. Something really yeah. sticky would help because it helps Flame, turn. Flaming hot Cheetos is for actually. Sure. I just figured oh, yeah. it helps turn the page a little bit. You yeah. know, if you have some, you know, <laughs> your fingers they don't quite grab onto that fresh page. Yeah, so you gotta, yeah. You know, prepare yourself with. Some there's, there's a little bit of truth behind honey. that. Mm-hmm. If you get, uh, if it's like current comics, because you don't know what those could possibly be worth or whatever. Buy two of them. Okay. And then you give one to the kid to ruin. Yeah. And then when they ruin it, there's less of them. So you make it actually go up in, val- in and value. And you can also shame them for ruining shame, something that yeah. was valuable. So it's a teachable moment and yep. then also an investment opportunity as yeah. well. Yeah, okay. exactly. And the, louder, and the, the louder that you yell at them, the more that they learn. That's <laughs> what I That's I absolutely, I, I learned that from my dad. That's what I learned. I, also. you know, I, 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 I'm we the military. Have, <laughs> we, we, 
we we have a uh, we have uh, a food truck at, at our brewery right now. I was winging up, and I ate a bunch of wings before I came in here. I, and I, was, like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh god, like I really needed a good job, do a good job uh, cleaning my hands. I think they're at Ex Novo on Mondays. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah they yeah. have delicious wings. Yeah, they man. do. They do. So is um, so tell me more about Gravity Bound. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've asked a bunch of questions. Is there is there something I haven't asked that that you want to talk about about Gravity Bound? Everything, everything of note, Chad. <laughs> You're just talking about the most superficial stuff, which is our beer. Okay, which is we the beer. we have depth. <laughs> well, I think I think you do. Yeah. My my sister uh, has told me about Gravity Bound mm-hmm. and how. You don't have a lot of merch. You brought glasses for yeah. us, which is great. Yeah. But you don't have a lot of merch because it is, you know, each time you produce something, you're kind of creating waste as well. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, uh, you know, we're, we want to do merch in the, uh, in the, in the future, you know, and we're, we're just looking for products that are, you know, sustainably made. It's mostly, you know, just like recycled material or organics or, you know, anything that we can, anything that we can do to not put additional waste out there. Uh, or actually, I mean, harvest other products or anything like that that's going to waste energy waste water um you know waste materials that's uh that's kind of our thing you know we do we have glasses uh you know we have we have stickers and it's also just like you know once i started doing merch you have to keep on doing merch you know you just don't you just don't stop and uh um and you know we we like we we like the local local crowd we you know people downtown know who we are um you know we're not trying to just be seen everywhere it's it's a it's kind of a you know we just we we like it being a little bit smaller at the moment, and uh, it just makes us, you know, I think a little bit more like we can pivot a little bit more. We can we have small batches of stuff. You know, you come in once a week, and you're gonna have new beers on the menu all the time, and you know, just like and that's really nice for people who live downtown. Um, you know, but we're not just, we're not trying to just be seen, just to be seen. Um, yeah. You know, it's just like dropping flyers from an airplane for sure. You know, yeah. and, and which is which is sucks that the gas prices got so high because I had some airplanes lined up and it just was a bummer. <laughs> it was just ready. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was just ready. Drop. I was like, I needed all these banners and <laughs> and then everybody was inside for COVID. Ex- so I tr- you yeah. were going to drop them. They weren't going to go anywhere anyway. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so you know, that's that's just more waste in, in the in the trash dump. So you know, paper is waste. Uh, no, not when you when not when you shit. not when you put some uh, some awesome awesome images on right, there. Right, yeah. Pictures with See how I turn that around, turn that one around. No, no it's good. It's <laughs> yeah. good. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, if there's if there's anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I do have a question. Sure. Explain the title, the name. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I, we do get this question a lot, and it's uh you know we are a little bit a little bit of backstory about Gravity Bound is that we're you know a 100% electric a uh, earthship themed kind of brewery uh, so we use a lot of recycled materials uh, you know we have a, a really awesome glass bottle wall I built the the bar and the doors out of out of pallets that we found on the side of the road we have uh, our planters uh, uh, in the in the patio area are made out of uh, tires that we found on second street uh, oh, just cool. driving up and down so we try to clean that up and, and just repurpose them and reuse them to make nice. them into cool you know uh, uh, planters and then so so going with the the name Earthship, like a lot of people find that a little cosmic, a little galactic, but it's really just kind of a house is built out of trash. Uh, yeah, no, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly, yeah. So it's uh, it's really cool, but you know, like with that with that kind of naming standard, we we really wanted name for trash house, trash house, Earthship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we we just kind of wanted to go with that uh, with that you know the kind of galactic sounding name, and and we also are you know. I don't know if I already mentioned that we're 100% electric, so we have solar panels on top of our, our cold room structure, 
that uh, that feeds back into the grid. So we really want to involve the sun. You know, we want it to sound a little galactic. Just you know, what kind of keeps us in bond with the sun? It's 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 gravity. So we're gravity bound. Um, you know, so Makes and like and uh, like and it. then also it's just you know we can think we can think cosmic we can be a little weird with our beers and but we're still you know we're still earth bounded we're still earth bound uh, i just said bound twice and I'm, I'm stuck on that name um <laughs> so no we're, we're just we're trying to be grounded in the way we think but be a little bit of uh you know a head in the head in the clouds when it comes to our beers very cool very yeah. cool like yeah. that so uh let's uh turn our attention to astro zombies here yep yeah 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 uh it's been a quite a while since we've actually minute. yeah since we've uh recorded in here um so i'm sure you have stories and things like that what do you want to regale <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. us with uh, i mean find the, we, find we the survived, good ones we survived january okay. january you know january is always slow yeah yeah and everybody january, spends too month. much money yep yeah spends too much money for christmas and then uh we're picking up again i mean we've been busy but we're, we're picking up again this month real nice uh people are getting their taxes back and i think people are just not afraid to spend money again i don't know um, I heard that they're starting to do some kind of stimulus for gas prices. I it was five hundred dollars coming coming back our way. Yeah, um, I don't know what all that is about. How many how, I, many, how many comics does that get you? It depends. Four dollars a comic book. All and right. Traveling at a speed of uh, um, just kidding. It can't, you're walking because you're not. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Because gas. <laughs> that's right. That's like, right. It can't actually buy the one I'm looking for. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, at least you can you put it aside and and save. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, that yeah, wouldn't yeah. even be enough for a down payment. Nope. Which one are you looking for, though, Chad? I'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're going to get to it's it. It's actually Sorry. coming up. Okay, yeah. I didn't. You have some notes in front of you. So I have a couple I, of notes. Yeah. <laughs> it helps guide. It helps guide me sometimes. I just, I just you know, I'm, I'm missing on the cues as as his first time guest, and and uh, in and now I was like, am I being led to ask this question? Oh and no, I'm, you're totally good. <laughs> it's pretty disappointing that you're not getting any. Of this. I know. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're doing great, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So so yeah, we've been doing a lot of buying, man. I don't know. If, look around. Tell mm-hmm. me if you see an empty shelf spot no, you've or got, anything. I mean, I mean I've literally got a pile of Legos on the floor right now because I can't find room for them. Right. Well, and I, I, I really appreciate you letting me play with those before the yeah, show. Yeah, of yeah, of course. Uh, don't worry, they'll all be sealed in, again, seal and most up. of the parts will be in there. They should be. Yeah. yeah. Somebody tried to sell me some open box Legos. They're like, this they just opened up. I was like, but I can't, yeah. I can't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I can't trust that all the parts are there, and I'm not going to sell a product that potentially will piss somebody off so yeah, you know absolutely. it's one of those things um That's, you know so needless to say i've been buying a lot a lot a lot of stuff a lot of lego a lot of action figures so do it's, people do people just come off you know they, they come here they bring you know whatever their their collectibles are yeah. and then you kind of go through them and you assess and, and you're mm-hmm, just like hey mm-hmm. this, make them an offer based on gotcha. the fair market value yeah and of course you know it's a percentage of the fair market value absolutely i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna pay retail for people don't get that yeah, man right, yeah. and we talk about this on the yeah. podcast stuff Often, Almost every actually. time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things where, you know, okay, this is worth $100. Yeah. Will you give me $100 for this? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, no. it's not, I'm not a collector in yeah. that you realm. You can't make a dollar off that, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. right yeah. exactly. I'm not going to charge $200 just because yeah. I bought it for $100 mm-hmm. because then I'll never sell. For sure. And then I'm just sitting on it forever. So I have to give a percentage. People don't get that. And, and you know, I mean, I get they not getting it. If you're not familiar, you don't, you're not familiar. Yeah. But um, a lot of people get a little upset when yeah. that happens. Um, and then, you know, you see on the television, 
shows like like Pawn Stars and Comic Book Man, and they they haggle, and it's mm-hmm. like part of the show. But yeah. that's yeah, just yeah. for drama. Do you have like she's like okay, I'm gonna give you that. Give me that watch that you got on too. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't awesome. sell drugs anymore, so no, that's not how it works <laughs> anymore. I mean, unless was it, was it just recently when, when everything got I don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> I mean, nothing. Mm. It's legal now, so whatever, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I've been buying a ton of stuff, and the reason I've been buying a ton of stuff is Free Comic Book Day is yep. coming. Oh first, yeah, yeah. First uh, Saturday of May. So that's May seventh. Yes. What? So can you can you give me the give me the give yeah, me the rundown yeah. on that? Yeah. What does so, that mean? so Free Comic Book Day is an opportunity to get people hooked on comic books. You know, it's like selling drugs. Where, yeah. You, know, you just hey, give your first hit's free. First, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then okay. you're a sucker for <laughs> this comic. Only has a quarter of the is this, story. Is this your? Is this your like? You know, your macro approach where where you just give me one comic book to read, and then then I keep on coming back. You're, just, you're doing this person by person. Uh, you're I 20, mean, this is your 26th, 27th episode. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, you, you got like you get you got it. You know, nice nice. Uh, I mean, right our, there. First, <laughs> our first our uh, first. Our first sponsor was Steve-O from Ex Novo. Yeah, yeah. And he was my assistant manager before okay. he worked at Ex Novo. I know Steve-O. So he's guy. already uh, yeah, yeah. You know, well acquainted with comic books. So okay. I didn't, we didn't do anything for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was make him jealous a little from bit. some of the stuff I was buying. Oh, yeah. Deadpool you made, 1, the first made, appearance yeah, of Deadpool. You made, he made Steve-O jealous? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> like, guess what I have access to? All these comic oh. books. Why would you tell me? Oh, my God. <laughs> I posted that uh, Hot Toys... Uh, zombie Deadpool today yeah and it's a hot toy and which I said already <laughs> but it's like a really a, attractive toy but it's a hot toy a little uh, bit so of it's a it's expensive okay 15 inch fully posable extra Details. hands heads gotcha. crazy detail really action okay. figures and Steve collects them yeah but right now he's kind of on a break and like purging yeah and of course today he's like so how many of my hot toys do you need for that Deadpool I was right. like Steve-O <laughs> you have a problem yeah, come see me we gotta yeah. talk about yeah. this you have a problem bring all your hot toys and we'll <laughs> yeah. talk about it um, he's also my 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 printer right okay. now okay. and so I've been taking hot toys in lieu of payment yeah <laughs> not completely yeah you know but you know gotta oh so you're, you're up in Corrales as well yeah, yeah nice nice so I got a pretty sweet Mando yeah. this month from him uh, original right. Mando with a non-Beskar yeah um, I thought I mean non-Beskar they're not supposed to take off their, their helmet. Right, but this is before he got the full Beskar suit. So yeah. in the first ep- few episodes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's, that's the, not that's not Beskar. That's that's just right. Like, it's, that's, that's, why podunk, that's why it's non-Beskar. It's like leather. You know, gotcha. Ghetto. Uh, so yeah. what's funny is originally the Mandalorian mm. Boba Fett yeah. had Durasteel. And it's in the encyclopedias. If you find the old encyclopedia, Star Wars encyclopedias. Okay. When, <laughs> Nerd. I don't know where you find an encyclopedia now. <laughs> but, but, you I know, mean, you're right, uh, right about, there, actually. It's right, it's like, yeah, you can get, get an encyclopedia. Books, but like, yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> then I yell. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, Sorry it, for it talking about your encyclopedias a, that way. How dare you sidetrack <laughs> me? <laughs> Little do you know, that's happening all night. Yeah. Trust me. Um, Durasteel was what Boba Fett used to wear. And then Disney decided to ruin Boba Fett and mm-hmm. made the Mandalorian. I was uh, I was about to ask what your what your thoughts were with the series. Now I feel like I want to get more into it because I'm going to hear some hot takes. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So so I'm a big time Boba Fett fan and mm-hmm. have been for freaking ever. Okay. Um, I, it's like my focus I, as a collector. Mm-hmm. I collect anything and everything Boba Fett. You hear that, guys? Bring in your Boba Fett gear. Uh, Chris absolutely. Is gonna, Chris really want to take a look at. I'll it. take jackets, underwear, whatever. All of it. It's got to be used though. Well, it has. I mean, it has authenticity. Right, right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I need proof. <laughs> but anyways, um, so, so when this Mandalorian show came out, I was like, "What?" And let's back up mm-hmm. to episode two mm-hmm. that 
you know, George Lucas made. Oh, okay. There's a guy in there. It's the Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And his name is Jango Fett. Yes. And it turns out he's the father of, of Boba, Boba Fett, yeah. who is a clone of him that's grown slowly. <laughs> so so Boba Fett is, is like a naturally raised clone yes. of Jango Fett. Because that was, that was a payment for, you know, they wanted one, they wanted, he wanted one offspring for, you know, being cloned. Right, right, right yep. exactly. Yeah, that was just, part yeah. of his payment yeah. for, for them using his DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, I was up all night watching these videos. I figured this would come up. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. That's yeah. guess uh-huh. the right thing to, to choose to, to gussy up on. Yeah. So needless to say, um, they ruined it there. Okay. Like, why did they? they How that? Why they? Why they? Sorry. Why they ruin it with Django? Well, sorry, Django having Boba. Because that's not his original origin. Okay. But the origin was kind of unknown, and that's mm-hmm. the beauty of Boba Fett is you don't really know. Mm. You know, all you yeah. know from Empire Strikes Back is yeah. that he is the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy. He gets it done, period. Right. right? The, the more they dial into it and tell his story, that mystery is being taken away, and that's what's kind of demystifying something. But, you know, you right. know it now. And that's yeah. that's just the beginning. I don't know. So, do you, so you like the elusiveness. You just don't, like, I mean, as, as fans, I'm sure you like, you know, you like, uh, you know, absorbing, you know, everything about that not obviously yeah, not everything yeah. but like you know you like you like seeing seeing uh you know your your you know heroes come to fruition and 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 seeing these stories uh kind of laid out i mean but obviously that's kind of i mean that's cool it's a it's a you know that that cool aspect of it just like no i don't want to know more i like i like knowing a little bit it's less because it's, it's the it's like that old adage never meet your heroes for sure and so if that's your favorite character yeah you already like him for what is there yeah and then as you add to it it kind of mm-hmm. yeah and and i'm not the type to be um overly sensitive to that mm-hmm. i mean yes i'd like the mystery still be there and that's totally cool but when they decided to make his story and it didn't make sense to what his narrative was before yeah you know like this is boba fett he's the he's the only um humanoid in the galaxy that can fight and defeat a Jedi. That was that was his original tagline. Mm-hmm. That was like why you were fearful of Boba Fett. Well, I mean, it's 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 rock, Boba Fett, lava for Anakin. Right, so, correct. Yeah, I mean, correct. or just one lightsaber <laughs> swipe to get all three limbs. Exactly. I mean, this is a pretty yeah. interesting swipe. Yeah, I swipe left on that dude. <laughs> swipe hot hot take right hot there. Take. <laughs> I swipe left. <laughs> What's funny is I've never used that app. I don't know if that means yes or no. It's, but, you uh, use it appropriately. Know. Great job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been been with my wife for so long, I, I never had to do any of that stuff. But anyways, cool. um, so so the reason that Disney is ruining Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and he had already been on the path that I wasn't happy with before. Yeah. Um, I don't care if he's the clone, but there was just, he's supposed to be an original Mandalorian, and that made him not. Yeah. Because um, there's a whole plan in the Mandalorians, right? Yeah. So, the when they made the Mandalorian show, they made him way cooler than Boba Fett, and that's why I was pissed. That's it's why because I his, yeah. his armor is shinier. Sure, but I mean, yeah. I like Boba Fett's yeah. armor. He, uh, I yeah. think, I think. Do you think he's the you know of uh, the influencer version of Boba Fett? <laughs> I mean, sure, because of the era in which he's been created. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dispelled. I don't. I haven't seen him dance, but I'm sure it's good. Oh, dude, you know? I've seen oh, it yeah. so good. It's Ill. So good. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 you gotta, you gotta look. You gotta find him on Instagram under Mando Danzo. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Anyway, <laughs> so, so you see Mandalorian doing all this badass stuff, mm-hmm. right? Right away, you know, he pulls that guy 
halfway through the door and it closes on him and severs him in half and you're just like awesome yeah that's Boba Fett mm-hmm. you know these these things that Mandalorian's doing I feel it's that he's stealing the thunder of Boba Fett I'm guessing you're you know when we watched the the series of Boba Fett you on 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 Disney and and then like two of the episodes were went back to the Manda- Mandalorian like I'm guessing <laughs> throwing like, shit at yeah, the TV yeah exactly I mean, throwing many, shit at the TV how many TVs did you go through during that series well, uh, you know, you know um, fortunately it was Enough. mostly popcorn yeah <laughs> and one cat yeah oh no <laughs> well I mean they're spry they got you know nine lives she was totally cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's yeah, got she's, seven she's left cool. yeah um and it was because you you really originally watched the the Mandalorian and you threw her him or her yes. uh, you know I get it I get it yeah yeah, yeah. it was disappointing mm-hmm. that the Boba Fett show was featuring like the end of his story yeah when we've got all this stuff because he was also in the Clone Wars cartoon and that's entertaining but he's like a teenager in that how did he go from the Clone Wars cartoon to episode 5 Empire Strikes Back how did he become the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy how did these things happen we don't know well, you're about and, to know. Disney's going to be coming out with a new series <laughs> just to so. piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, uh, that's like what I just think. Everybody. If yeah. you watch yeah. whatever Tell episode really of important. Mandalorian um, Boba Fett shows up in, mm. I think it's episode seven, but I, yeah. I could be wrong. Something episode like seven, season two. He shows up and wrecks like 25 stormtroopers with a Bantha stick or whatever, a gaffy stick. Yeah. Um, that's the Boba Fett we wanted to see. And guess what? We didn't see that at all in this show. Mm-hmm. At all. I mean, at the end, he rides a Rancor, and then even that gets weird because the Rancor all of a sudden gets loose, and they try to stop it. Yeah, that was, like, a, that was a weird a pet. scene. Isn't but... he a pet of you, Boba Fett? So, Isn't Bantha be... Sticks like just the, the hiking sticks of the sand people? Yeah. 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 yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, would that be an appropriate term for, like, I mean, I'm making fun of it. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. You can call it whatever you want. Shit I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a shillelagh. Is, it, is oh, actually okay. what it is. Gotcha, yeah, <laughs> it's like a ukulele and a shield. I'm so confused right now. I mean, cool. I mean, I, I really like you know dual use. And don't get me wrong, the show was fine. Yeah, but it's not what certainly I wanted, and probably most but most of the people who were disenchanted with the show, I feel yeah, just were surprised that we were going that route and yeah. not getting really cool Boba Fett. And, and and I will say that the color-coded Vespas on most Isley, where everything is dirt, everything is dirt. Yeah. We got these color-coded Vespas that go real slow that I could chase down on I foot. did. I did notice the, um, yeah, the speed. Yeah, like, like, it just... And that, that, was, that was Robert Rodriguez's yeah. episode. And he made an amazing action film, film action movie film called uh, Desperado well there's Desperado and then it's El Mariachi he made that with $7,000 mm-hmm. yeah. and it looks like it's a legit early 90s action film Desperado there. was really good I mean Desperado you, can go, okay. you can go buy a Vespa for $7,000 to go faster than those things exactly yeah. so so to see him kind of like lay this egg as far as his action scenes in that episode mm-hmm. and then eventually I got the joke though yeah they're called mods because they modify their bodies with electronic whatever yeah right but I don't know if you remember the 90s mod scene where they were like wearing two-tone and they had like suits on and tight pants that were a little short with their socks I mean, and they all that, rode Vespas. Wasn't that everybody in the 90s? No, <laughs> no, it was just the mods. But, <laughs> I don't remember. But it's a funny joke. and so Like Matthew Broderick yeah. on his Vespa? I mean, no. Okay. He's a, that's a serious callback there. Yeah, he yeah. loves he, like he loves Vespas. But, oh really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Anyway. That's cool. All right, yeah, I mean Vespas is a good vehicle. Yeah, it is. But there was like a crew of kids mm-hmm. that would they were called mods. Mm-hmm. And they listened to, like ska and uh, like 
Manchester United, um, Manchester UK, Manchester United is a football yeah. team. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, and so it's a joke. I think it's an inside joke where if you know that mods ride Vespas and yeah. that's like the funny thing, I actually thought it was funny. All right. But besides that, it's stupid. Me, well, you, you know, me eating a hello fresh meal, sitting down for dinner, you know, watching that series. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's right. watchable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's watchable. Yeah. It's not awful. Yeah. I think what it, I think what it's better I, than I think what ended up happening nine. with it is that like super diehard fans yeah. of Star Wars and of Boba, Boba Fett, Fett specifically, mm-hmm. it yeah, I think what happened is it kind of pushed them out of that world. Yeah. But it was more accessible to other people. And so it, it sure. has this weird it has a weird mixture of of whatever you want to call it, but the Here's more, the worst part people. about it, and, and you already touched on it. It's called the Book of Boba Fett, but for some reason there's a chapter or two mm. up that Boba Fett's not even in. Well, and Why I don't was you just really call upset. it Star Wars the Show? Well, that's true, but I like I want I, there was not as many words on the screen that I wanted because it was called the Book of Boba Fett, but there was a lot of action, a lot of people, a lot of images, but there was very little text, yeah. and it was really upsetting. <laughs> yeah. You need to stop. You know, me. I mean, there's 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 this, this close caption button that you can hit, man, oh, and it's going to change your world. It's going to change everything <laughs> I watch, is, man. You are. You can turn every show into a yeah. book of whatever it is you watch. I cannot wait. Yeah. So yeah, the answer to your question is uh, it was average. Mm-hmm. It was a disappointment because I had such high hopes we've been as a Boba Fett fan we've been waiting since 1980 yeah, yeah. and that's when for you first more, saw Boba Fett and you're like I want Fett. more of that dude and then in Jedi he just gets killed like a chump and you're like I wanted more of that dude um, I will also say the the Luke that we saw in episode 8 yeah wasn't the Luke we wanted we got the Luke we wanted at the end of season 2 of Mandalorian you see what I'm saying are you just talking about the CGI <laughs> no, it's not. I want. I want. I want old, old Mark Hamill. Oh, I just want right. him to like work. force project across the galaxy and then like pass out from it. And well, have you one, done it? It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. usually I I end up just falling on a table. <laughs> so he wakes me up. They're like Chris. All right, all right. right. So there, there's plenty of opportunity that I feel either Disney isn't willing to take or is scared to take, or they just aren't hitting. When you talk about the Marvel movies, they're pretty excellent, you yeah. know, for what they are. I mean, they're they're exactly what you want, which is entertaining, fun movies. I'm not there to watch an art house piece, mm. right? I'm there to watch superhero action movie. So, there you, go. you know, Star Wars is kind of the same thing. You know, every once in a while, I mean, let's have something serious, but when we're doing this, it should be better. I don't know. Let's, uh, let's bring it back into this galaxy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff in the shop. Uh-huh. Tell me about it. <laughs> You've been buying, buying, buying because Free Comic yeah, Book yeah, Day yeah. is free coming up. Free Comic Book Day uh, on May, May 7th. 7th. Yeah, first Saturday May. Every year, it's over last year. And uh, it's the best segue ever. That was really great. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I try I try and rein in the show sometimes. For good reason. Are you yeah, flipping through yeah. your notes he of like, what Star, Star oh, Wars uh, related? Uh, I didn't uh, have Star Wars. Wars. It always says, Star don't Wars talk about Star Wars in front of Chris. But for some reason, it keeps happening. So, to tell you more about about free comic book days it is literally what what it sounds like is you mm-hmm. come in you can get a free comic book the idea is that you draw in people to get the free comics there's sales in in stores and stuff like that but the idea is to you know as you get your free comic book is you buy something as well gotcha it helps it helps kind of you know jumpstart shops because it's been slow since january and mm-hmm. as it goes slow kind of stuff gets out of people's minds 
But if they go in for a free comic book or you're an adult and you're like, man, I want to, I want to bring my kid in and get them some comic books Mm -hmm. and get them into what I used to be into when I was a kid. And then you come into the shop and you start seeing those things that sparks that nostalgia. You're able to get your kid a free comic. You see something on the wall and you're like, oh man, I, and then you kind of get back into it. And it's, it's, you know, part of it is about sales and it's about keeping shops open and, and and all that stuff. But my standpoint behind it is about bringing people together so that you can actually talk about the things you love. You can, you know, show kids for free that, that this is a cool thing to do, read these books. Um, or even if you go as friends, like as adults, you're like, Hey, let's go check out what sales they got going on. Cause I'm going to buy that thing and mm-hmm. it's going to be on sale, but we're going to, we're going to check out these books as well. And then you find something new that you want to read. Yeah, that that sounds awesome. Obviously, you you have a lot of comic books, and but there's also looks like there's a lot more stuff here as well. I mean, so yeah. so if you just you know even if you're not coming for the comic book, there's I'm sure there's something that's uh, that's here. Yeah, to there's, your eye. there's comic books. You're looking at the graphic novels here, which is like several oh, I'm so, comic books. I'm so, so I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> several comic books put in the one. Okay, you don't know, so that was my opportunity mm-hmm. to educate you Thank and you. maybe some listeners. Thank you. Um, so you get several of those single issue comic books, like the ones that you read mm-hmm. today in one of those mm-hmm. and typically it's like five so most writers will try and write their story arc within a five issue series um i'm anti that yeah tell your story i don't care how long or how short it is you know tell your story mm. but that's just the way it is and and it's part of it is a, a financial decision because you know you buy a graphic novel for 20 bucks well, if it's more than five issues, you're going to want to charge 30 bucks, you yeah. know? And then that makes it out of reach for some people to buy. But you just don't, you just don't have to wait for those issues to keep on coming out. You have them kind of all right Correct. there, right? Right, right. right. Yeah. But for the most part, this is designed, it, this is like the graphic numbers on the Netflix of comic books. Okay. Wherein we're about to they, get on a big old tangent, aren't we? We're not. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Basically, you either this have to is, wait like a weekly thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, like old TV where you're right. like, oh, my show's coming on. My show's coming on. <laughs> right. And but you it's a monthly thing. Yeah. With comic Well, my channel guide said it was coming on at six. But. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So I'm not taking calls mm. and dinner isn't until after my show. Okay. That's how it used to be. Yeah. Um, now you can go to Netflix and watch every episode in a, one sitting. Yep. And you're done. Yeah, that, that's what, that's the, what graphic, graphic novels, novels provide for you. Mm-hmm. You you have to wait because, like, you know, the, this comic came out yesterday. Yeah. And it's going it to have feel, five. It did feel hot in my hands. It's hot. That was hot, 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 hot off the, the presses. Hot, no, hot novel. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, that's the graphic novels are on sale always for these things. And we're going to have almost everything on sale. We, we have tons of action figures and you know the pops and we have back issues we have new comics we have really expensive old comics so one that's chad's super interested in right now yeah so let's let's go ahead and move into kind of our i just had one more question what day is this again saturday saturday this saturday may 7th may 7th okay may 7th is saturday excellent Excellent. so you got uh, two months to prep okay yeah we'll get in line now guys yeah right yeah there you go that's weird but all right yeah Yeah. (laughs) um um but if that, that can actually lead us into kind of the next segment where we actually start com- talking about comic books and stuff like that. But I'll, I'll go ahead and start because usually what we do is, you know, we talk about brand new comics that just came out. Um, but I'm, I'm actually talking a little bit more about the shop itself because I just picked up Wolverine number 10. Oh, yeah. That's the first story of Wolverine and Sabretooth. Yep. And fighting. with it, I picked up uh, Iron Fist number 14, which is the first appearance of Sabretooth. That's a nice little bookend. Yeah, and so I got these because I've I've been looking for the first appearance of Sabretooth for a while, just because I do like that character, generally speaking. 
uh, as stories go. And love to hate him. Yeah, the as stories go along, a lot of times once a bad character gets popular, they try and make him into a good guy, kind of like him. they're doing with with Boba Fett. They try right. and make him into right. a good no, character. That's absolutely what was going on in the ends there. Is right, trying to make him a good guy. And so, um, well, he's so got a commonality between both. Really cool names. You know, that's right. Sabretooth, Boba Fett, you know, I would bring them back. It's all about the name. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but so the Wolverine number 10 is the first time that Sabretooth and uh, Wolverine actually fought uh, Iron Fist. Well, the, the weird thing about that is that it's not. It's it's written as the first, like, but it's not the first one written. Does that make sense? No. It's, it's, a, it's a flashback. Correct. Right. But but this came out even as, a, as a flashback. It because came they out had already after what uh, X Men two eleven well two ten two eleven two twelve is the first time you see those guys actually kind of get out. into it yeah but then in but then they, Wolverine number ten they tell their origin story like this actually happened before that thing yes, that we exactly, wrote and exactly. so that's um, but I remember I had that as a kid and it was always a really cool story and so I wanted to pick it back up just mm-hmm. because it was it's a great one they get into this fight Wolverine can always heal but like Sabretooth kicks his ass so bad that it's like oh I. Th- I think he actually killed Wolverine. And then spoiler alert, it just comes, you know, it comes out that they're up in the Arctic, they're up in cold weather and it slowed his healing ability down. So he eventually does heal. But the idea was, and that's, you know, back in the day, that was that like cliffhanger, like, Oh shit, Wolverine's dead. Let <laughs> and me buy the next issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Iron Fist, um, Iron Fist number 14 is the first appearance of Sabretooth, that character. And that's what brought me to that one question about, um, like with me, I haven't opened those to thumb through them or anything like that. I know what the stories are. I've read Wolverine number 10 before when I was a kid. I haven't read Iron Fist number 14, but I could find it online if I really want to. But Mm. it's about having those first appearances and adding that into the collection do you uh you know obviously the the story has a major role to play when we're when we're talking about comics but are you more appreciative of the story or more appreciative about the art are you you know what are you what do you look for when the you're art reading is these? the story yeah That's I, you... yeah absolutely i mean obviously you have these visual cues that you're that you that draw the eye and and that you really get into and you're just you know from this to that to this right and and obviously you have you have the the text and it leads you through it. But you know, when you're, when you're, you know, letting, letting those sit on the shelves, like, do you, do you think that you lose something uh, when you, like when you don't look at this, well, the original print or, or sometimes, yeah. So you, some deep, people know you're getting real deep, <laughs> yeah. which is, which is great. Um, so you, you do, you lose reading the actual story mm-hmm. and giving the artist in the interior artist and the actual writer not being able to kind of, like be like, oh, I remember exactly the way that this word bubble was and how it was written and how it blah 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 blah. You miss out on that, mm. um, and that that's what being in the digital age is a pretty weird world to be able to kind of marry those things together. Is you can keep that as good a condition as you can, and you can find stuff online that you're like, this is the panel that I like. Let me show you that, mm. and you can share it online, and you you can do however you want with that. So you so in this day and age the digital world is really bringing them together and bridging that gap to be able to have that nostalgia just sitting on the shelf, but also being able to share the interiors of it. Do you, do you find, you know, that was interesting how, how you brought in, you know, the, obviously you have the, the tangible and then the intangible, the audio and and the digital and, and then, but I mean, do you find that it's, does that, 
do you find any kind of like a bleeding into like how music is and how music was when you have, you know, these vinyl records that went out of style or the eight, eight tracks and, and whatever. And then it went all went digital and now the craving and the demand is, you know, for the vinyl and, and for the, for a little bit more retro. Did you know we sell vinyl? <laughs> That's, this is how I get back. You get back over to, yeah, these guys have vinyl here. Right. <laughs> Go check it out. I perused the, the records and very impressed. And right. uh, there's a, I get you know, it. but you have, impressed. Uh, <laughs> impressed. but no, I mean, do, yeah, you, do you, do you, do you see that the, the trends kind of, uh, you know, uh, the pendulum swings into certain directions. Do you see that, kind of going anywhere or is it more of the collectible where it's more you know i don't know where you guys find the value in you know obviously you want to read it and and understand you know you can somebody can have a a, a dirty finger can can bend a corner you yep. know but is that more valuable to you than actually having having that to to peruse and it's a to, case by case situation yeah. okay for gotcha. me it's more valuable to be like don't touch it okay just look at it it's gotcha. over there you can see it don't yeah. touch it yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you're absolutely right. The, every time somebody touches a comic book, you take a chance of it be worth, being mm-hmm. worth less money. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there, there's a misnomer there where people think, oh, well, every comic book's valuable. Yeah. And that's right. not the case. Gotcha. I mean, you know, we're talking 10%. Yeah. Maybe. There's the readables, and then you have the collectibles, and, you know, yeah. the. And a lot gotcha. of times they'll put the readables, like the collectibles, back out as readables, like yeah. they'll reprint stuff. For sure. And that's super important. Um, because then people get to read these things. Yeah. Um, but to to talk about you know your the tangible thing, there was a time where everything was going digital, where you could read your comics online and you could you know just buy one song instead of a full album on your iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated those times. Mm-hmm. Hated them. Well, it was ninety nine cents a song, man. Oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I get that. <laughs> yeah. And being a DJ, I mean, like you know, you buy one twelve inch record, mm-hmm. it's got one to three songs on there, and you paid fifteen to twenty five dollars for it. Yeah. Then when you go to a club to play, you're, you're eighty pound crate of records, and there's like a hundred and twelve songs in there. I and mean, we all know that it was majority ABBA. Okay. <laughs> ABBA, so that was the best. But so good. <laughs> forwards and backwards, it's the same, it's man. So, so all of a sudden, you were like, wait, I can. I can have like 25 songs of one disc. Mm-hmm. And then the clubs were like, well, we don't want to replace the needles all the time like we do on the turntables in the clubs because it's not your turntable, you don't care, which is stupid, but it is what it is. Yeah. So now we've got this digital option. And so in the early 2000s, everybody was like, it's the new cool thing. It's super convenient. It's way, you know, and so everybody jumped on the digital train. Now everybody's realizing, oh, crap. I couldn't read the lyrics. I couldn't see the artwork. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Like the things that make music special beyond just the music, was completely lost in that digital age. Mm-hmm. So I think that that you know and you can blame the hipsters if you want or whatever. Uh, like but I, I mean, do. thank God for the hipsters <laughs> at that point. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I mean, like, the hipsters are bringing back. They're bringing using typewriters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm able to sell all my old crap that was out in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so so it's it's a good time to be a fan of anything because mm-hmm. it's absolutely tactile now. Everybody wants yeah. those things and they. And that's where it, that's where it went for me is you kind of with records with comics with whatever it is you can go through this or at least I have been figuring out exactly what you want out of it right mm-hmm. and so with digital comics I don't really care for them that much because I like holding a book and actually reading through it um, collectible comic books I like to have it and put it somewhere and not go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I too. was buying records for a long time and I have some records, but I fell out of favor with that just because it was, it, it was not as fun for me. I just want to put on music and let it go from 
you know, on Spotify. I just want it to go right, right. whatever Wherever direction it, it wants to right, go. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, Put it on random and, and enjoy your yeah. music. Too. So eventually I'll probably get rid of records. I've got CDs that are starting to come back as like a popular thing from what I understand. Are they yet? Or they're I mean, about to. I sell I mine know. for $3. Come buy all my CDs, please. Best Buy is just listening to this podcast and they're just like, please, God. So it's, you know, I, I don't ever put them on anywhere. It's mm-hmm. the, that is more of a convenience thing. You know, I'm listening to music There's also I'm driving, a sound I'm sitting somewhere. That you get out of vinyl that you don't yeah. get through digital. No, 100%. And that's what a lot of the people are looking for is mm-hmm. that and sound I don't, quality. And I don't have that ear. And so I can't talk t- like, for lack of a better term, I can't talk with or like the hipsters and be like, oh, the hiss on track three uh, at minute 105. What are you talking about, man? You just nailed that it. Was so <laughs> good. <Yeah. laughs> but <Pretty much. laughs> um, next, next hipster party I go to, man, I'm bringing you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can, I can, I can find my way in. Um, it's he one. <laughs> but like Arlo's, uh, Arlo Guthrie's Alice's Restaurant, I have. I was on singing vinyl. that today. That is bizarre. Oh, that what? The and hell? it sounds, it sounds great are on vinyl. That That's weird. Um, you know, but I, I don't have the system for it and I don't want to put money into the system to make that sound worth mm-hmm. what it's actually worth. And so I have that as a nostalgia piece that I've been listening to for years and watching the movie for years. And that's why I hang on to that one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring my records in eventually. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so um, kind of getting back to, to all that um, Wolverine number 10, uh, Iron Fist number 14, you know, I picked those up and there's, there's a, the thing that we always talk about is like new weekly comics. And a lot of times we don't touch on these older comics that are here. And, you know, I've been picking up what I picked up. Um, like I've gotten She-Hulk number one here. Yeah. yeah, um, I I can't, there's a bunch that I've picked up here. Just yeah, absolutely. uh, Ninja Turtles. Number one, I've picked up here twice. Yeah, a uh, yeah. fourth print and a third print. You've gotten print. a few different of that early Turtles run from us. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, and that stuff's all up on the top shelf, and it's all a little bit more expensive. But I mean, like, just looking here right now to talk about stuff. There's the first appearance of the Invaders in Avengers number mm-hmm. seventy-one is sitting up there. The second appearance of Poison Ivy mm-hmm. in Batman is sitting up there. You got Joker movies. number one, Wolverine number one. It's not their first appearances, but their first solo. Yeah, that's the first solo books. titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got. One of the ones that I like, um, or two of them actually, you've got the Killing Joke, the first print. Yeah, the first print. Of uh, which is which is really cool, and uh, the first full appearance of War Machine, which is uh, what is that Iron Man two eighty two? Is it two eighty two? I think so. Uh, and a right. lot of people, because of the movies, a lot of people think that, you know, oh cool, so that's Rhodey is the first appearance, of, and it's like actually War Machine was Tony Stark's machine he made it right. and so he pilots it first eventually roadie gets it and uses it the thing that people got to realize is is there are different universe numbers there's yeah, yeah, different yeah. universes so marvel comic books in general are universe 616 um the mcu which is the movies is a completely different number it's like 199 and 999 something like that but and that's what i think 199,999 and that that's why i bring that one up specifically is a lot of people like cuz we're talking with you specifically is that you you've seen the marvel movies you like the marvel movies yep. um and then there's there are some i don't know for lack of a better term there's there's people on our side that are either gatekeepers or that or they enjoy both and some of the gatekeepers are like oh you like that war machine yeah well guess what that's actually tony stark right in there it's not roadie and so you don't know what you're talking about and you're dumb you don't want that comic book but in my opinion 
both both universes are valid and the way that you absorb the Marvel universe mm. is just as valid as the way that we do knowing different stories and the way that these characters tie in together. For sure. I mean, uh, absolutely coming from, you know, from my point of view, obviously that was my first immersion into the Marvel universe. So <laughs> if if I started talking to, you know, a a diehard fan who was just like, you know, gave me this gave me that whatever number of universe that he was talking about yeah, and I'd yeah. be like, "No, no, no. That's completely wrong." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like it happened this way. You could see it on the TV. Yeah, look at the TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I saw it happen. I seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I seen it. Right. You seen it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that is what I love about the difference of the movies and the books. Yeah. Is that I've a lot of these stories like like Thanos is my favorite character mm -hmm. and so watching oh, man, he must be super messed up oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's trust me yeah. <laughs> uh, but my what, favorite what, character kills half the universe yeah. well half, you, know, the you know so in the comic for what books, reason though you know? in the comic books he did it for love yeah he did it yeah, uh, because he's in love with the personification of death mm -hmm. and so he thought giving her a gift of that much death mm -hmm. was a gift to her here's and something you could already he's such do. A, Oh, well, she you can't. Know? She didn't have the ability. She's got to wait for it. Oh, well, no, yeah, she can kill people at will. Well, she can't walk around the entire... She can't go around... Do you see how slow she moves? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but she also embodies the whole universe. Well, I'm just saying. This it is the stuff that we, you just we think that can argue about she, in the store all day. You just think she's lazy? I just don't she think just she cares about that. I think she just does her she job. She just won't give you that Kim Kardashian. You I think work Thanos for it. is gotta work, completely gotta work stupid. <laughs> I think Thanos was like, "Oh, I'm going to give this well, person Thanos... who works in a flower garden flowers." <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, well, like, partially, well, she obviously yeah. likes him. She doesn't though. That's that's, that's the thing. thing. She no, I, mean, I was Deadpool talking about. Instead. I was talking about the flowers. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, in the in the in the comic book story, she still ignores him. Yeah. and still is just like whatever, and he Oof. constantly and like as as much as I like that story, and I'm like, yeah, give her what she wants. When I was younger, like mm -hmm. as you as we're older and we've moved through the ages and we've had new stories about certain things mm -hmm. and, and going through actual life, it's like, hey, yeah, hey, hey, bro, Thanos, back, back. Back, back off a little bit. I don't think she's having it. Like, yeah. Leave her alone. Right. Please yeah. don't you know kill I mean? half the universe. <laughs> Let's for, move on yeah. for something else. Yeah, I mean, well, I actually prefer the concept that the movies present okay. more than the book stuff because I just told you why I hate the concept in general because yeah. she's death. Okay. Why would she care about that? Mm. Right? And in, in the movie, she doesn't even exist. Mm. And yeah. he did it because of overpopulation, which is a legitimate concern. Yeah, but I mean... This is the way to do it for, two, for sure. Yeah. But that was the argument is you could just... If you had that kind of power, you just double the resources, resources of a planet and yeah. then everybody's fine i didn't even think about that <laughs> whatever bro <laughs> it seems like a Thanos. lot better of a thing to do right. <laughs> more every, humane at least yeah every time that comes up like people are like there's a big plot hole i'm like with a plot hole like that it's not really a plot hole you have to think it's about a megalomaniac who the, who yeah, you, you have to think about like, who the character that, that doubles is. them out of phone numbers i have in my phone yeah the more, like invitations i'm getting you know just like All who that. wants that let's cut that in half <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly yeah but yeah um so yeah i um i don't have a new comic book to talk about this week because I want to talk about all the all the great stuff that is that is sitting up there oh uh, first appearance of rocket raccoon is right there yeah that uh Hulk um, 271 yeah which is technically his second appearance, but his first appearance was in like a magazine size. Right. And it was called Rocky Raccoon. And I hate that. Uh, because they were... After they the were, Beatles song? After the Beatles song. Yeah. And so when they moved into the comic books, they were like, we need to change the When he the checked name, back into gonna... his room, he, he found Gideon's Bible? Yeah, he found yeah, Gideon's Bible. It. He's like, I'm a racket. <laughs> because that, the Beatles just didn't fit in the soundtrack of, of um, uh, Guardians. 
Right. Was that, that, was that, that, was well, they can't afford the pay for that. Yeah, I, get, I get it. <laughs> but, uh, and so earlier we were talking about uh, $500 wouldn't buy the book that I'm actually looking to get that is here right now. Uh, it is, I believe, $3,324. Yeah. First appearance of The Punisher okay. in Spider-Man 129. I think it's thirty two fifty is what it is. Three thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, thirty two fifty. Thirty two forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, something like that. So, over three grand. Yeah. And so that's one of like I want to buy all these other ones and it's like this one's two hundred, this one's hundred and fifty, this one's X amount. And I'm like, every time I I'm buying those, I'm not putting that money towards the the punisher that I want. So I, I think it. about not letting them buy anything, but yeah. then I'm like, but this money right now. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Money now is always better than money later. Like, you know? One in the hand's worth more than two yeah. in the bush. I'll yeah. give you a cheeseburger today if you give it <laughs> to me uh, for $2 yeah, tomorrow. Right. And I, I ran out of sayings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so like there's, there's, and those are, those are the things that we were talking about earlier is the collections that some of the people that you may know, they get a beer and they're like, oh, I'm putting that on the shelf in it. Yeah. That's never going to be open because it's, it's what's inside there mm-hmm. is what I want, and I know that it's good. So. Yeah. Also, it's been sealed and graded by professionals, so they, like you would have to yeah. waste two hundred dollars that it costs to make that happen. Gotcha. To, to read it again, which is crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually had that comic when I was a kid. I've read it many a times. Have you? I don't it's, have it now. It's the he's only got book from go go boots and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a funny. Those old books are funny. Do you yeah. ever get Do you ever get you know people coming in and and just like hey I have a bunch of comic books that I left in my closet and or you know a mom cleaning out their mm-hmm. son's their son's uh, uh, house or something and they're just like I can't use these. Can you have them? And you know you go through and you're like you just get you know these these hidden gems. You know that that happens. Yeah, that happens. Oh, yeah. Often. Often? Cool. Um, I mean, I mean that was a pretty big one. I paid good money for that book. Yeah, of course. I paid a lot of money for that oh, book. Yeah. But it's worth four times what I paid for it. Yeah, right. That's, and that's how you run a business. Like, yeah, it's actually worth way more than four times that. But, I mean, but it's because I graded it. Yeah, the price is right for the right person. And, right. You know, it's, but um, yeah. I'll give you a good example. Uh, we were closed for COVID. Mm. And this is in the early days of COVID shutdown. And um, I was still working here every day mm. uh, in here trying to make money selling stuff on eBay. Gotcha. Um. I, I had a knock on the door, and it was a gentleman who worked for the Animal Humane Society. And somebody had donated a box of comic books. They were in pretty bad shape, but, you know, as I go through it, he's like, here, you can just take these or whatever. I gave him money for it because it was a, a no money-making value. thing for yeah. the Animal Humane Society. Oh, nice. Okay. First appearance of Batgirl. Oh, from okay. 1964 or 57 or whatever. I don't remember. But, um, so needless to say, that happens. Um Actually, last time we did the podcast, I think I had gotten that huge buy, including that Punisher one. But it was oh. the guy brought in, and it, it was wasn't scary. Anything. Bags? plastic baggies. That's right. He brought four plastic baggies with comic books. That means that all the comic books are just like folding up on themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. and getting destroyed. He brings it in, and, and I was like, "Oh no, whatever." A uh, lot of times you'll get, "Oh, what are these worth?" And it's, gar- it, it's Richie all Rich, gotcha. garbage Richie and stuff that's, that's just not valuable. Yeah, yeah. So I assumed that that was it. But you know, you always look. Right away, I see the first appearance of Vision on the mm-hmm. cut on the top. So of course, I was like, "Stop touching the comics," because they'll be like, "Here, let me pull these out for you." Yeah. Stop touching <laughs> stop touch the comic them. books. If you want me to give you money for these comic books, stop touching them. <laughs> you're um, just you're white gloving at this point. You're you know. Right. So as I'm pulling these books out, another guy walks in. He's like, "Hey, I, I talked to you last week, and I 
told you I had a few cool books. I was like, cool, man, right on. I'll talk to you when I get to. And he's like, I brought this one. And it was that first Pinocchio. I was like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I spent like two grand that day on comic books. But I made, I made that money within two days, two or three days back. Because there were so many good books. And if if you follow Astro Zombies on Instagram. Astro Zombies and M? Astro Zombies NM on Instagram. That's how every once in a while I'll find stuff that comes in. They take pictures of it. He's one of the first ones to call every time. Yeah. But if it's something I know he's looking for, I will send it to him. Those Turtles books, I sent him pictures before I put them out. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's one of the things about when when you get to a shop and you, you know, you're known in the shop and they know what you want. Sometimes mm-hmm. something will come in and they'll be like, Hey, call homeboy. We know we can sell it to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got the sucker in line. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Chad, so yeah. Chad is speechless. speechless. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Sucker? Uh, what do you mean? Sucker? Uh, so, Cause I so, mean, and that's why I tell absolutely. you guys what I'm looking for because mm-hmm. there's, there are a couple of books that I'm looking for and I keep, I keep mentioning, what is it? Lois Lane, Superman's girlfriend number whatever yeah yeah um and so hopefully that'll come that day we never looked for it you remember that like you came in we talked about it and then i got raz and a few other people came in and like i got pulled away we never actually went up to i thought about it after i closed i was like uh, i think shit. i've had somebody go up there Should i never even look for that book yeah um but so that happens pretty often we've mm-hmm. had on the other hand we've had people like a woman walked in with four comic books three of them were oh, they were all old but three of them weren't worth anything one of them was an Iron Man number one. Mm. And she was like, well, you know, I took him to this other comic book store and they offered me three bucks. I was like, what? I gave her 200 bucks on the yeah. spot. Yeah, you know? yeah because, it, and that's one of the things you've got to also, if you don't know anything about comic books, it's hard to know, but mm-hmm. you have to understand if you don't know anything about comic books and somebody is, somebody could take advantage of you, they probably will. Yeah. I, I know that, I know that this place doesn't. I mean, I've been in here however many years I've been in here now and I know how Chris operates I know how this store operates is you know they look through the books and they they look at like okay this one's worth X amount let's see what kind of grade it's in yeah and especially if you're at a shop that's not Astro Zombies then you're you know you got issues there but if they start looking at it and they're like oh let me see um and they're trying to see if it's in good condition and they're like oh I'll give you three bucks Mm -hmm. like that should trigger something if they're looking at it to see what kind of good condition it's in, <laughs> that tells you that it's, it's in worth pretty more good than, condition. Yeah. I'll give you a dollar fifty. Right? Like, why yeah. would, why would like, you care wait, if it's only worth a dollar fifty? What uh, you mentioned the grade. What what is there? There's a grading scale of yeah, of, uh, 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 essentially zero point one to ten. One through ten. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I've seen point less fives. than yeah point five. It means it doesn't have a cover. So this is a for those of you who can't see anything. I'm handing them a graded comic book. It's a Punisher. I'm holding it really close to the microphone so everyone. Can yeah, yeah, that's right. Here. It's a Punisher we'll post it later Max. On our... Nine point eight. There you go. Garth Ennis. It's number seven, volume three. I'll cut it, you out. It's a. So you have to send that into a company mm-hmm. called CGC, and they will grade it based on its per- performance. They'll grade it based <laughs> on its appearance, and they yep. like fine tooth comb it with ultraviolet and all that crap. Mm-hmm super straight corners it's like you ever collect baseball cards or anything yeah of course it's the same thing same, same deal yep. okay I just, just know, I just didn't know that the you know just like when you're when you're talking you know from a 7.5 to a to a you know 9.8 to a you know 5 I just didn't really have a yeah, base yeah sorry yeah. no 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 you're- so it used to be like near mint or mint near mint uh, good very good, good very good 
uh, fine, very mm-hmm. fine, and very fine mint. It was crap. Gotcha. Or fine mint. It's pretty much brutalized. Yeah. But uh, so that was ambiguous. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this is near mint. Why is it near mint? It's brand new. Nothing's mm-hmm. wrong with it. It was like, well, because it, it's not mint. Because nothing's mint. Yeah. And you're like, but. Yeah, but, but so unless uh, they but, like they print it, it's the first one. They put it in a vacuum sealed bag and put it in the dark for you know. Even then, man, yeah. we don't get books from the manufacturer yeah, at nine eight yeah, anymore. Right. It's, okay. So to answer your question, we get that we get those sales pretty often. Yeah. Um, not pretty often, but occasionally. Cool. Uh, what is the most recent one? Um, for what? I'm just trying to think of a, a recent buy. Oh. Um, oh, I got this one by last week. And there was a Web of Spider-Man number one. There was a mm. Amazing Spider-Man 298, which is the first McFarlane. It's also the first cameo of Venom. There's three first cameos of Venom. That's why I held up my... That was me, probably. Um, that's why I held up my fingers in quotation marks, is because there's three first cameos of Venom. It's very frustrating. And then one first full appearance, which is where the money is at. Yeah. That means that he full, shows up as like a shadow. <laughs> right, as long as you can see... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants a side profile anymore, you know. So, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've been we get those those buys, and and that's the thing is, you know, I'll look through all the comic books pretty quick, mm-hmm. and I can go, okay, I'll give you three dollars for these comic books, mm-hmm. and four hundred for this one, or I can just be like, I'm going to give you four fifty for all of it. Yeah. You know, and that's how I'd like to do it because I can I have the the ability to sell the comics that aren't worth money in other ways. Yeah. Whereas if a store just picks your collection, because that's what other stores will do. Not yeah. all of them, of course, mm-hmm. but other stores will do. They'll pick the good ones, leave you with the crap, and then guess what? You're still yeah, you stuck still with the large bulk of what you didn't want. And when that happens, place. take yeah. them to Goodwill. And yeah, exactly. Right. There's not much you can do about yeah. Yeah. after that. Um, so yeah, anyway, old comic books, they got good stuff here. Um, before we move on to Mr. Chris Losak's, uh, comic, do you want to talk about this, uh, IPA and open that up? Yeah, absolutely. Do we have a, do we have a pop top cue that I need to adhere just, to? Just pop it. Just, and say, so we'll go like this. Uh, and welcome to, uh, Beer just, number you know, two. I going to do it early. Again. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast. And I... Can I pour you these? All right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the go. first the first oh, pour of the crowler. Yeah, so it's a hazy That's IPA. Um, this is called uh, Technicolor Runoff. I think I googled Technicolor, Technicolor, uh, uh, and uh, and I don't know if it's trademark. So if anyone's listening to this, please don't sue me. <laughs> uh, but uh, whatever. Um, no, it's a it's I I feel like it's a great beer. Uh, it is a hazy IPA uh, with three different hops. It's Citra, Mosaic, and Centennial hops. It's got nice. a great mouthfeel. I believe it has it a, Ooh, so it a six like six point six point eight. Um, you know, it's got a great mouthfeel. It's got a great aroma great to it. Yeah, it yeah, exactly. Really it's got good. it's got this you know this this whole you know um, uh, like tropical mashup of flavors. And, I think and that citrus is what gives it that. Yeah, fruit, right? yeah, and it's really cool. Like we have a this uh, uh, my brother used uh, Centennial hops that are a little bit newer in variety. They're very fresh, um, and you know we've been we've been using Centennials through you know for 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 a very long time and. But we're just we're seeing like newer newer flavor profiles getting coming out in new hop years and, and Centennial is kind of one that that's uh, really uh, piquing our interest lately and and we just you know again we we really like the uh, the aroma on it the mouthfeel it's just kind of a very we're kind of known for our hazy IPAs uh, and I think it's just it's a very solid one and and one that uh, luckily we did a ten barrel batch it'll be coming out in cans here fairly soon and nice. and um, you know it'll just meant to be enjoyed there we go. 
It's very, um, it's got a smooth finish. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the mouth feels very good. It's, yeah. You know, it's nice and That's good, mellow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a hazy IPA. It's definitely hazy, yeah. Hazy IPAs are my favorite style. Well, good, good. Yeah. That's, that's why I brought great. it. So yeah, we should have we should have a double here coming out. Um, that is called. Um, let's see. Dip your toes in it. Dip your toes in it. I think it's like. Te- uh, Damn it! Uh, I gave somebody a great name. Like, Come on! <laughs> I just gave somebody I think a it's great like name. Topographic tracks I or made something that like up that. For and sons of and uh, it, yeah, again, there we we constantly pump out new hazies. Um, that's uh, from my brother uh, brewing in the uh, on the East Coast. It's uh, it's one of his favorite styles that he that he makes. And, and again, we we're on a small system, so we we keep on making them. And and if you don't get one, then don't worry. In, in a week, there'll be a brand new one for you. So, awesome. Cool. Yeah, this is great. Thank that's you. Delicious. Cool. So we're gonna talk about talk about this comic. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about this comic. Right. So normally, what we do is we'll have we'll have each of us does a whole thing. On one comic of ourselves okay. that yep. we read, and then we'll do one we all read. That we all read. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just talking about this one, and right, we'll talk right. about Right, and I'm just going to knock this one out real quick, just cool. because I feel like we spend a lot of time on some other stuff. Yeah. And that's all right. So it's a lot is, of catching up when we do the show. Right, right, exactly, when we haven't done it for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and every time and we've we got first met, so... Yeah. You know, he's, <laughs> well, and we that's the thing, is it's super fun to have a person who's not really lived in this world before, you know, because we get to spend a lot of time... Talking about the the industry that we're all a big part of already. Right. You know? mm-hmm. We get to share our love. Right. So I'm gonna knock out the ocean will take us pretty quick. It's an aftershock comic, which is um, my new favorite publisher, and okay. it's been like that for a while. You know, I feel that they're on par. They're 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 going up against Image and Dynamite and some of these other ones. But you know, Dynamite really has their niche as far as it's kind of like the sexy. Uh, evil women thing, and then okay. you know what I'm talking about. And Xenoscope yeah. is always like the the a little too sexy women. Um, Boom, I think has a good variety. IDW is mostly kid stuff. Um, so Aftershock is doing a good job of having. This is definitely a teenage demographic they're they're searching for. You know, it's about a kid from Honolulu who goes to a new school. I I don't remember where. I think it's Maine or something. Is this Rocket Power? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> sidetracked. <laughs> um, so anyways, he's trying to fit in, but he's he was state champion uh, in Honolulu. But so he thinks he's gonna be hot stuff and and rule it. The cold open on this comic book is a kid who's practicing to try and beat the jock douchebags in in his school. And it goes into all these different Subgenres of the cultures, and that's something that as nerds we were very aware of. Yeah, yeah. You know, because because the cool kids wouldn't hang out with the nerds, and and the punkers didn't hang out with the the jocks and things like that. Um, so it touches on all that. So it's definitely a coming of age comic book, trying to help you as a, as a youth um, understand yourself, basically, by reading what other people will experience. Needless to say, the cold open, the kid doesn't make it. Oh. Um, he he he's like, yeah, my time is excellent, and then. Tentacle monster from the ocean eats him up. So and it's, it's a real good panel layout here. You don't have barely any words except for he's like, yeah, okay, cool, I beat these guys. And then, <laughs> you know, we got uh, waterfowl um, flying away, trying to warn him, but he didn't know what was going on. And, and then later, the main protagonist meets his brother who's searching for him, and he blames the jocks for taking him out because he thinks that they were his competition. And so, so it opens like a Disney movie. Death, yeah, right de- away. death and murder okay. to some young poor kid. Absolutely. Okay. So he's just trying to fit in. And this is really his story of trying to fit in, 
and somebody who's given him the time of day already, who's a neighbor or what have you, and just his his him trying to get through the world. Of course, he goes to try out for the swim team, thinking that he's got it in the bag and these guys don't have a chance. And some other people kind of laughed when he said that, and it turns out it's because these guys are real good at swimming. However, is it natural? Ooh, dun dun dun. The answer's no. Are they mermen? Spoil. No, dude, oh, they're okay. doing something. Like, they don't say it's oh. the first issue, and that's the cool thing about these comics. It's just like a television show, hmm. where you read it, 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 like, hooks you in and pulls you in, and then at the end of the book, you're like, oh, no, I need to know. Oh, so turn that page back? So is it, like, it is drug reference? Right, we don't know what it is. Okay. But that's a, that's this kind of looks like a black <laughs> goo, and this kind of looks like a black goo. Uh, oh, so, so it could be the squid ink. Right. I think you're right. There's God. some kind of... <laughs> something nefarious is going on. You know, this kid should have been all right, but yeah. they go in the ocean and they the swim. Art's really good in this one. Yeah. So it's a great kind of new school, new school style. So this is Rich Dowick. Um, okay. Dowick. Uh, of course, I butchered your name, Rich, and I apologize. We usually do that on the show. We're real good at butchering names. It's our favorite thing to do. Um, he's written some actually some really good stuff. Sea of Sorrows. Which is kind of interesting because that's a that's a monster in the ocean story too, which I actually enjoyed. Um, this is a monster in the ocean kind of thing. He also did some uh, gutter magic, which I never read. Young men in love, which uh, I never read. He did some turtles in universe, not so it's IDW oh, title, yeah, but it's not Turtle the main universe. going right exactly. And then uh, Road of Bones, which was a older book that I didn't read, twenty nineteen. So he's done a he's few been things. Around. Right, and then Carlos Oliveras. Uh, I'm sure I messed that one up. I'm not familiar with his work, but let's look it up real quick. Just that's, to see what that's else okay, he's Chris Low Shack. Low Shack. That's. I mean, that's because you're, you're messing wrong. everybody yeah, else. I get out, it. So. I get it. I get it. My name has been ridiculed and massacred. We have for Curtis a long here time. from Gravity Bound. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think his name is Christus. <laughs> it's, it's Anyways, with, it's um, with two Ks. <laughs> so Carlos Oliveras. Um, I love his art style. You know, it's got a little bit of a '90s style, but it's it's a little more refined, yeah, and and not over the top like broken spine syndrome kind of thing. Where, right, know, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, the the way the lines are drawn as well as like when they're doing something and moving, like it's got a bit of a manga feel to it as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you get that but, that from the large eyes. Yeah. Did you know we sell manga here? We have one of the largest oh, collections yeah. of manga in the state. Oh wow! Did you know that? I didn't know and that. We have the largest selection of graphic novels in the state. Period. Uh, now that you know. makes sense. So anyways, back to this comic book. Um, I enjoyed this book immensely. I wasn't, I wasn't, I had a feeling I was going to read, talk about the Spider-Punk book that came out this week, just because I love punk rock, and it has a bunch of really cool punk rock references. For instance, Spider-Punk takes place in universe number 138, and if you know anything about the Misfits, We Are 138 is the name of one of their songs. Oh. And there's a bunch of Sex Pistols and, and like, really cool... Uh, is there any Henry Rollins in it? Um, maybe that I didn't pick up, okay. but I mean, there's a ton of stuff in there. Uh, MC5 reference, um, cool. kick out the jams. Awesome. And but, anyways, that, but that's Spider-Punk. That's Spider-Punk. Gotcha. So anyways, I like this book so much that I decided that this is the book I was going to talk about. The ocean will take us. It's a number one. Um, you know, the next one will be out in a month. Uh, it, typically these run five or six issues. Aftershock does a really good job. And I've talked about this before where the, the opening page always looks, the inside of the cover always looks the same. You get all the information you need for the, about the creative team right there in the front. Yeah, which is good. And the book starts. I'm always a big fan of it. Very so, cool. So, The Ocean Will Take Us, uh, After Shark Comic Books, uh, Rich Dowick and Carlos Oliveras. Uh, I have several copies here in the shop still because 
that's what I do. There you go. And you're going to yeah. read number two? You're going to stick yeah, with yeah, it? Yeah, I'm going to stick on for number two. You know, I read a lot of comics, and I read all the number ones. But... I won't read number twos if I'm not interested. Right. And this is one of those ones where I'm going to I'm gonna read it as long as I have the time. Perfect. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Nice. Well, thanks for sharing. Sure. Yeah. All right. That's what we do. Sorry about that. Sound what did you guys the microphone. read? So, Chris, tell us, tell us what you, uh, what you read for the first time. Um, well, I totally read this. I didn't just come here not reading it or anything. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, you guys, uh, you guys dropped off West of sundown for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. uh, which I actually really enjoyed. I got to, I got to drink a beer while, while reading it. Um, I first, first thing of just like, I, I really got captivated by the, um, by the, by the, uh, the title and mm-hmm. then the, the, uh, front page graphics. I just thought it was just gonna like, it was very appealing. It just like, obviously is a, you know, a little bit more of the, you know, like monster oriented, a little bit more horror. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to give this a shot. And, and then, you know, luckily that, that compelled me to, to turn the next page. And it wasn't just this podcast. It was, you know, it was, it was the actual cool. book itself. What do you think so, of the title? Like what, when you saw that the title was West of Sundown, what yeah. was your assumption that you were about to get into? Well, I mean, it was just like, obviously I, 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 from the, from the graphics on the front and then the title, I was like, great. This is a Western vampire book. And I was like, <laughs> nailed was like, it, nailed it. Got it. But it's, uh, but it's cool. It's just like, it has these like, you know, this kind of, um, you know, classic overture kind of, you know, old, um, uh, you know, title of just like, you know, anything that you would see in like a retro horror movie of just like, boom, yeah. like, you know, here's the Wolfman. And, you know, yeah. and it was, it just something that already had a familiarity, mm-hmm. uh, but something that I would, you know, it, it looked captivating and interesting. So it was, it, you know, I definitely want to talk about the cover a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's made as an homage style cover to, to present towards that, that classic, I mean, it's almost like a Gone, the, Gone with the Wind poster, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what's cool is, you know, the, we've got these, they cheered and swooned while she spit the blood of one of their own back into their faces. Mm-hmm. She says that in the comic book, yeah. you know? And it's used as like a, a catchphrase here mm-hmm. on the, the front cover. Almost but, almost like a movie poster is what this is. And that's is. exactly yeah. what it is. I mean, it looks like a movie poster. It has the credits yep. here at the bottom, and mm-hmm. then it gets smaller with other credits, and even smaller for other credits. You know, um, it looks like one of those old movie place posters that you got from the 40s and 50s. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, And the important thing to note about this cover is that this is the cover, the only art that Aaron Campbell is responsible for in this comic book. Okay. Aaron Campbell is typically an artist. This is his first outing as a a writer writer. being published. So that being said, this is written by Tim Seeley and Aaron Campbell, Mm -hmm. uh, drawn by Jim Terry, colored by Triona Farrell, and uh, lettered by Crank. Uh, it's got an ex- exclamation point. I mean, I guess it looks a lot better. better than... You gotta go a little closer gotta... to the microphone when you say that. I know, right? <laughs> God, crank, crank. Um, uh, so, so sorry, I didn't mean to. No, it's I just cool. wanted to make sure we get the whole creative Absolutely. team on there. Yeah, Tim Seeley, one of my favorite uh, horror writers. Him and Cullen Bunn are like my favorites. Um, and then you know maybe Aaron Campbell here. Not just trying to kiss his butt. He's been on the show, by the way, and yeah. he's doing a signing here Saturday, Saturday. at one p.m. for we'll this here. book. Awesome. Um, I was really impressed with this book, and not just because I know the guy and I, and I like him, and he's one of my friends. I thought it was a really good book, yeah. and, and this cover just kind of really—I <laughs> was lucky enough to have seen this cover while he was making it, and so always so fun. Yeah, I wasn't blown away, and I didn't think I was going to be blown away like I am by it. Uh, but as soon as you see it in comic book form, it's sitting there on the wall. You're just like, "Holy it's shit, a, that's badass!" Yeah, yeah I really Absolutely. like the cover. 
So, so tell us about the tell us about the story. Yeah. So obviously the the first couple of pages it's this, uh, and I believe it's a civil war uh, civil war era you know uh, individual. It's a guy who is dragging you know a uh, well, like is in this field is dragging this this looks like a kid uh, with a gunshot wound. You know, uh, I, I'm sorry if I'm being too graphic. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 gunshot gunshot wound. You know, across this across this area, he's obviously startled by something. Uh, and it's just like it has this, you know, really cool, cool you know, progression of, of illustrations that, that kind of just like gets his attention, see what he's doing. You know, he's digging a grave um, and, you know, he's he's getting this this attention of this like, you know, old, you know, old bell when they didn't know if the person was actually dead or not. And, yeah, you know, yeah, in, yeah. This, in this in the cemetery and, and, you know, so he's getting that attention. And he's like, oh, God, what is this? And, you know, gets to gets to dig this up and and uh, and then. You know, and finds something fairly startling. Uh, it's this woman and woman in a coffin who comes on out, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like I mean, is like I was kind of a little bit uh you know confused on you know oh hey they're still fighting you know obviously this is a very long very long war and and stuff and he's obviously a very captivated by her right right from the beginning you know she kind of gets in this trance of you know of uh, I don't know if it's not like semi-romantic uh but it's more of you know of a of a just like obvious you know uh occult you know i love trance. that there's you know the 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 thunder and yeah. lightning hit right as these things happen you know of course. very it started raining when she comes out story. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like obviously so, something something this very is ominous not you know? very good yeah. so <laughs> this is called the cold open and okay. it's just you know it's it's a primer for what you're about to get into and mm-hmm. obviously this is some kind of flashback yeah now let me go to the first page here real quick i okay. think he's dragging a person he killed yeah correct but is he alive here? No, yeah, he's, he's got no, his eyes are right. He died with his eyes right. open or whatever. Right. So this this comes in later. They show they when show he dies. It. Right. Yeah. Um, and and Shot to to speak to uh, how you're a little confused because the Civil War was a long time and why was he just like they were all shooting or whatever? Yeah. I think if you look in the background, there's like a cart here with bodies. So they're not in the middle of a battle. Oh, uh, gotcha. He's cleaning right. up. They're, they're cleaning in the up the battlefield of, or something. Yeah, some you can see buried. soldiers in the background dragging mm-hmm. bodies yeah. and stuff and like that. And they also ask so. him what he's doing yeah. because he's the body, the body's over here. What are you doing over there? Gotcha. Now, here's something I wanted to bring up. It's The bell is ringing, and mm-hmm. then he says, Janie Mack. And he kind of whispers it under his breath. Okay. He says it again later in the comic book. Does anybody... Is he saying Jesus Christ? But as I don't Jamie know, he's Mack? Irish. I, it could be an right, Irish thing. Right, yeah, I don't quite know, and I thought that was interesting. I, I don't care. If, like, one of the things I don't care for. Sorry, Aaron, if you're listening, uh, is I, I don't know if it's just Irish stuff in general, but Dooley O'Shaughnessy. Uh, I, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't care for the name yeah. Dooley. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, and. Um, I don't know. Well, that uh, might apology. be tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, apologies to anybody named Dooley listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? No, because well, it reminds me of I Dudley Dooley. Yeah, gotcha, and Harry's not standing for that either. So. <laughs> there, there's several reasons I think that he is enamored with her immediately. Mm. Right. One, she's this gorgeous woman mm-hmm. who just crawled out of a grave, right? Yep. Two, they talk about it later, his mom was going to kill him, and she saw, she had the vision of a dark-haired woman in a red dress tell her not to kill him. Mm-hmm. She had a vision. 
So he's like, wait, okay. this is the description of the woman. I think and it's then, like all Irish mothers warned of dark-haired women. Just like, just <laughs> right. like they're going to kill they're you. They're going to stay away from <laughs> well, <them>. well, <laughs> well, the woman warned his mom yeah, okay, not you. to kill him. Yeah. I think the other thing, and this is an Anne Rice-type vampire thing. Vampires are sexy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're supposed to be these sexy creatures that are like insatiable. I think all of that is coming to play right here. As as. I mean, it's a cartoon, it's a drawing, but she is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, and I that I that's, that's exactly what it talks to is that she's coming directly out of a grave. Yeah. And she looks fantastic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little pale, but that's all right. She sure. hasn't seen the sun in a little. But bit. I mean, it's Look been at a him, long, though. It's been I mean, a long winter Irish. for everybody. It's been a long war for everybody. That's right. And contrary to the title of that war, it was not very civil. No. No. Um, <laughs> so civil about war. That joke is. Probably as old as, as, as old, old, old as the war. war. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, anyway, sorry. Nope. Continue. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so then it kind of uh, you know after after they meet it, meet and you know he uh, kind of gets in, uh, captivated by her. Uh, you know it it flashes to New York a decade later. You know into the scene where it's kind of like this this gala of you know uh, a bunch of high society aristocrats. You know a little bit more swanky of an event. Um, where, you know, she's kind of going around and, and uh, the, um, uh, is it Dooley? Dooley, yeah, is Dooley. The, Dooley is the main character, and he kind of points out, you know, a, a certain individual um, who is, uh, you know, uh, to this sexy vampire um, that, uh, you know, just to to point, her, point him out and kind of catch her eye a little bit and kind of, he starts divulging like, hey, this is a, um, you know, a little bit of a kind of a bad rich character who apparently hasn't been good to i don't know it was his children and his wife yeah and they, yeah. they, so it they sounds immediately like, yeah, yeah. they you know they kind of paint this guy in a negative light yeah. so he's like here's a homeless dude but mm-hmm. uh book yourself passage back to the old country where you belong and yeah do, exactly do your job, yeah, yeah. some kind of real big and dick so, over here you know right yeah. <laughs> so you're 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 predestined to not enjoy this character yeah and so they're they're sitting the scene to say okay this vampire woman here mm-hmm. She's got a moral code, yeah. and she only eats douchebags. That's right. Well, do douchebags don't deserve to live. I mean, does she have a moral code, right? or does he have a moral code? That's a good question. I don't and think that's a really, great question. Yeah, I, I don't think, think it's they really. Her. Yeah, you think it's her? He, I know it, he's the narrator in the book, and he definitely talks about mm-hmm. how he finds the bad ones for her to take. Yeah. But my guess is she wouldn't give a crap. But yeah, I like yeah, that because exactly, I was yeah. assuming it was her, but it doesn't say anything about that. And this right. is a decade later from him finding her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you don't know so if he's, he's just munching have... on some bad, well, some good ones too. And he's like, nah, this like, makes me feel pretty bad. Yeah, you this know? isn't cool. He definitely he discusses to... later about his his conscience yeah. And, yeah. and how it affects him. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good See, look job. Look at you and your <laughs> insightfulness. I just, just took two beers later and I say <laughs> something smart. Um, uh, That's all it takes. Man. Yeah, exactly. I was a little keep you drunk every day. Yeah. To be honest, I was a little confused about the, this middle jacket. Uh, what was actually occurring? And, and you know, there was a, um, you know, there's obviously this this you know full page kind of spread of of, of action and yeah. uh, and I was yeah, just like double page she's yeah she's she's you know she's uh, obviously like you know. In this, in the, in some kind of performance, and you know, surrounded with these other kind of, uh, you know, uh, panels of, of, you know, a conflict, uh, her attacking somebody, 
the duly, you know, hiding a body, this other distressed woman, which I assume is the, uh, the person, the bad, the, 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 partner, the, of the, the partner of the bad guys, you know, slightly, con- well, kind of concerned. Um, so it was like, when I, when I looked at this, it took me a while to kind of like really process it and, and kind of get through and, and then, you know, reading, reading all this, it, there's musical notes and, and it looks like she's singing a song. So that's where I derived the performance from. And, and it just kind of looks like this whole act of, of, you know, committing, you know, a murder and, and she obviously being a vampire drinking his blood and, and stuff like that. So if you guys, I can... will, I will give you that. This is the most confusing page in the book. Thank in my you. opinion. Thank you. I yeah. also was like, okay, I had to give it a, th- a triple take. Yeah. Right. The best way to do a page like this is, Look at the pictures, mm-hmm. just you know, because there's a song that she's singing, and yes. that's all the word. The only words in here, besides where it says "lie" here, mm-hmm. is what she's singing. I believe that she is singing for the crowd, and then post that uh, she has, you know, come on to this guy who obviously has a wife who we've mm-hmm. already known is a douchebag, right? And so you follow the pictures, and then you read the song, and the song, in its own weird way, will have to do with some of what's going on with yeah. the panels. Yeah. And so that's the genius in this page is mm-hmm. that, you know, they took the song, who knows what the song is, is it an Irish folk song or mm-hmm. what? Um, Hojo to ho. Right. Hojo to ho. And sometimes you can like get these <laughs> you're, you're songs. You're speaking my language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, take warning, father, look to thyself. You know, this is one of those things where, okay, there, there's an allegory here and they're running in parallel. And I'd, I'd be interested to know if this is a, a known song or if they... If they wrote if they, this, right, right. Yeah. my guess is that this is a classic track. Probably an knowing old... Aaron, okay. you know, this yeah. is he definitely Probably did his something. homework, and this is something and, important. And to to your point about being a little confused, it is a little confusing because I don't know. Like you can see the woman over here that she's upset because right. he's talking to the vampire, mm-hmm. un, unbeknownst the, to un, them. You know, if if uh, my wife saw me talking, I don't, I'm not married. Uh, but, uh, you know, if they <laughs> That'd saw be me weird since that your would, girlfriend's. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, is it hot in here yeah, or are we sweating? Yeah. yeah, if she saw me talking to a vampire, I'd feel like she would be peeved to say yeah, uh, the sure. least. Right. And, and However, so at I this last page, though. Yeah. Well, I can't tell. But that's what I can't tell is... is and this is kind of just a small, doesn't really matter, but as, as we read things, we like to yeah, we, put context. We, we but understand. I don't know if the song mm-hmm. happened and then he went backstage with her. Or, it's not clear. Or yeah. if, if, I don't even if know. they went back and then she's sitting in the audience going like, where's my husband? Exactly. Is this like, you know, intermission or is this like, I mean, for, for the setting of where everything, I just, I assume they were walking into a party and this was just kind of like, you know, drinks and whatever, right. a casual affair. And then it kind of goes into this, this, uh, you know, a, um, a, you know, a musical act or, you know, whatever um and then and then it goes back into this this after party kind of you know vibe so you know that the the transition of scenes kind of really you know confused me yeah i enjoyed it but i was like it just because i was following the pictures and i, I kind of i could derive what they were doing also so, when you're yeah. not familiar with how you read a comic book, exactly like knowing where the panels lie and yeah. Then yeah, which yeah. way you're supposed to mm-hmm. you know front to left left to yeah. right front to back that's that's right what one forward. of the things i love about the show though is is I want new people to read comic books and that's why I like people's opinion Mm -hmm. that haven't read them before because a lot of times as comic 
book people make comic books for comic book people. Yeah. Right, right, you're, right. You're doing something different because you don't want the structure of a nine panel grid mm-hmm. because that's classic, whatever, and easy to follow. Exactly. You want to stimulate a, a, a comic book reader's mind and have them think a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's why I love having people that don't know comic books at all to be like, this was very confusing. Mm-hmm. So, so you I, notice I, that this, what has become of this place is the first word bubble yes. mm-hmm. in the present day. And it's also the, 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 header the headline. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, cool. But yeah. Okay. So after, after that, that whole, uh, you know, indulgence scene, uh, where she gets to, uh, you know, drink the blood of a bad person, mm-hmm. uh, or what we find to be a, a morally South, facing compass person uh mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. uh you know it kind of transitions to you know after that they're walking down the streets uh in new york um and you know they're kind of uh you know they're they're having a conversation panel by panel of you know of what you know who their victims are and why they choose them mm-hmm. um you know it goes into you know Dooley is trying to find these individuals that are you know that treat people very badly you know might not be good for their kids might be bad to the poor like we see the you know the the opening scene there of the bad guy just kind of being a being a dick and throwing a guy a quarter he's definitely uh judge dreading whereas he's like okay i am the judge jury and Mm -hmm. executioner yes this This person deserves to die yeah get eaten absolutely to your point i think that's why I th- I think he's the one that directs. Yeah, that. that's. I think you're right. Yeah, that was that was a question that I, I was like, okay, yeah, she's not directing this scene, but you know, um, I don't know if this is the appropriate time to talk about it, but I had this like this this strong correlation of of uh, let the right one in. Uh, when I was reading this, of you know, there was that, there was that, you know, the movie. And I'm not sure if it was a book or anything like that, but it was, you know, when this vampire kind of gets, um, you know, is puts a person in charge of taking care of them, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the, the mortals person's life. And then they get to pick the food, they get to, they get to pick the scene and they get to like, they get to travel from place to place and, and make sure that, that the vampire is kind of taken care of. This is like kind of what I, you know, initially derived right from the beginning of like, okay, this is 10 years later. He's obviously caretaking in some way. Right. He's and like her handler. Exactly. Not familiar. That's the, that's a creature. Yeah. What, what do they call that? There's a, there's a term for it. Okay. Um, not a familiar. I'm not familiar with the familiar. The familiar is usually a, a <laughs> like animal, an animal yeah. rights, yeah. like yeah, like like uh, Sabrina, handler the teenage, which is yeah. cat, yeah, page or, or something. Wait, you right. just say Hitler, handler. Oh, I was like handler. Hitler. What's yeah. Hitler got to do with this? Yeah, he's like, sorry, guys, this got weird real quick. So, speaking of, uh, it says Das Führer. (laughs) Yeah, Das Führer. does, man. You brought it back great. Yeah, but this is the 1800s, so this is long before Hitler. Exactly. So, you know, they they kind of, you know, just, uh, you know, we're talking about the immorality versus the morale, uh, uh, sorry, moral uh, argument. Uh, You can also see in one of the backgrounds of the, um, uh, well, sorry, this woman approaches them on the street and just screaming and, and just saying um there's a there's a fire um and yeah. then and and the I, um, I think that's what the dust fuel yeah, yeah. 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 I don't uh, think that's fewer no yeah <laughs> the fire it's and, fewer you know, that, than we that, thought that that asshole uh, but, yeah. really but she, had this. <laughs> she she is speaking german yes uh but you can see that this nefarious well we would uh, ominous, we would, ominous yeah exactly you know some guy in the back alley of like okay who's that character so we don't no, we don't know. No, and, and I don't know if we ever do. They mention yeah. what they think. Uh, I think, right? I think we hunters? do. But I, at the last, I think on the last page you see, you know, a, a name, the, and then and then kind of. Where here's kind my of thing about things. that though, and and we're jumping ahead a little bit. But, yeah. But he's obviously not doing. Oh, okay. There it's his hand. It's there his guy. handler. His yeah. handler. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. It's Handler against two hands. <laughs> Don't make it handler right. Lecter. <laughs> yeah. I I want to I want to do just kind of. I know I know we haven't talked a, a lot about it, but I really do like this panel right here. With the ominous eyes. It's just uh, ominous, bright eyes, and it's a lot. You can see the brick, but it's a lot of black and a lot of darkness. Yeah. Um, and then it says it burns, which I think is super cool. And I just I, the art in this is very good. It's a lot of it cross. Is. I, I'm not an artist, so I could be wrong, but it's a lot cross of like hatch. cross hatching, mm-hmm. yeah. and I I really like that, especially for the setting mm-hmm. that it is. I, I think that the that artist really look, yeah. nailed this mm-hmm. book. Yeah. No, obviously you can see like this visceral reaction from the hot vampire. Uh, you know, just like when they're saying it's it's burning. <laughs> who knows what her name is? Uh, who I, she said it in like the the third panel or whatever. But I you forget know, her name. Whatever. She? Yeah, she uh, she introduces uh, herself. Yeah, I think so. You know, she's very Miss Constance Dare Abend. Yeah, so we're gonna go with hot, hot vampire. Hot vampire. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so she's obviously like you Constance, know she's, she's, she's having Constance. She's she's having what like about consonants. <laughs> Derbend. Oh God. What are we bending? Continue, sorry, man. No, man, you guys are great. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's obviously having this uh, this very physical reaction of when you know she everyone's saying it's burning, it's on fire, and she's you know she can she says you know there's this this, this bubble of just like I feel it deep, I feel it deep within of like this of the of the fire, and then you you, you turn the page, um, and then it is very bright, it is very it's a it's a great looking page, and obviously there's a lot of action, there's there's a bunch of flames, you know she's she's uh, realizing that her house is on fire, right. um, and uh, and she's she she can't help herself, and she runs in, and she's burning, um, and her handler, the the dually guy, is, is following after her, just trying to save her, um, and it, it comes on the um, you know just like which is which is you know awesome. You can just see this action scene of where they're both running into the building. You see scorched face and burning flesh, and you know it's 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 cool. Uh, and, and, and again, to talk about the art. Mm-hmm. like that's the thing is those flames you see them going up you see the, yeah. the smoke moving in action mm-hmm. like as she runs in and he's like what yeah, chasing exactly. after her yeah the the action of the of the art is is very good as mm-hmm. well yeah you can tell that she's definitely running to the flames he's definitely chasing her yeah he's obviously uh struggling because he's not a vampire so he can't burn to death what like a, she can oh, right what yeah. a noob not even being a vampire. right he doesn't noob. even know better yeah, um exactly. But you know he's he. There's a panel here where he talks about, "Don't you fret, you save me from that miserable war. You shan't perish this night." Yeah. He is committed to her. Yeah, right, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And then he grabs her and takes her out of the fire, and it's crazy. But here's what's kind of interesting. She she says it's it's dead mijito. Yeah, uh, so mijito I, I is wondering about that. It means yeah. boy. Yeah, but it's I thought it was Spanish? just a really good. Yeah, it's Spanish. Like Cocktail. Mexican Spanish or Spanish Spanish. Well, I mean it's both. Is it both? I believe so. I think they use it in both terms. In, in both in languages, both languages yeah. right. I don't know for certain. Well, you can see. I mean, she's the, been around for a long time. The, but right. So is she Hispanic? I mean, we don't know. Oh, here. On don't the know. well, on the on the on one of the the uh, top three panels right there, you can see that her coffin's on fire. Mm-hmm. Right, and yeah. she says, "My source, I can no longer feel." Exactly. It. Yep. So yeah, obviously she has this bond to to you know like. Well, all it looks like are, it's my native soil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, so they have dirt. They yeah, have dirt they, the, they're yeah, supposed they, to sleep yeah. on their on their native soil. Yeah. That's what is that is what gives them their energy back. Mm-hmm. And sleeping in the coffin keeps the light off of them. Okay, but having native soil is what that's is what keeps them okay alive essentially, other than blood. And then that's when he starts <laughs> going <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirt that's when he blood. goes into blood. into. Um, Are we talking about the Civil War again? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> this page, the end of this page, where. She's burning, and it sets up for what has to... Basically, 
this all set up for what the comic is about. Mm -hmm. And now we know that she has to go back to where her native soil is right. to survive. And that's the right. beginning of the book. And Boom. so, and right. And so this is where I start to get a little confused again. So I, there are confusing points in this book and I'll let you talk and I'll chime in, I guess, when I'm confused about something right. or whatever. Everything I say is confusing, man. A hundred percent. Gravity uh, bound? Yeah, gravity bound. What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, earthbound. <laughs> Why not? But obviously, like, you can kind of see, you know, just like the, it, the, the previous that, page, like, the, the, the ominous character in the background was like, did he have anything to do with it? Obviously, he's tracking them, you know, just right. like, why did this happen only to her house? So, you know, you, um, you know, it's a, um, so is he, well, he's, She's calling him Mojito. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So she's calling him Not Mojito, Mojito. Mojito, sorry. He's not a mint drink. I am, the, I am, the, I am the, <laughs> the alcohol guy over here. <laughs> yeah. so, fair, yeah. fair. Um, so yeah, obviously, you know, there's there's some bond. There's a, you know, mother-son relationship, obviously. Maybe, Mojito, bring the yeah. mint. Exactly. Right, right. And then, you know, the next the next page of transition to <laughs> this, uh, this uh, you know, uh, in the middle you have the Americas there and you have this, mm -hmm. this uh, obvious... Uh, uh, boat route uh, mm -hmm. that's going from the uh, the west coast of South America all the way up. It looks Actually, like New York. Actually, so it's reverse. They were it's in New York. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Because they're, they're going And they west. go all the way down Well, there's around. no arrows, Chris. And this is before <laughs> the Panama Canal, guys. This is before yeah, the Panama exactly. Canal. So long trip uh, and doesn't seem great. Um, right, but I mean, that is... So this is what one of my confusing questions. Mm -hmm. Did this uh, did this page itself confuse oh. you, or was this? It could be a little confusing. You know, sure. Yeah, like I, I I figured, and that completely explains the uh, the um, the way it's broken. The, no, the way the I don't want to say mojito again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was just about to say. It's going to South America, so that completely explains the the di well explains the dialogue Spanish. there. Yes. yes. Uh, so I'm just like okay, you know, yeah, we're. Like Brazilian, that, maybe. That, well, it's not on the boots. So no, it's that's a. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. But here's here's where here's where I get confused is because they stop here. Mm -hmm. um, that's not their end goal. That's not where they're going. No, they're that's going that's to, the port, and yeah. now they have to go inland. Right. From what I understand, they're going up to the west coast of America. Was it San Francisco or? They um, said she, she had another seven hundred miles or whatever. Which isn't, I mean, that's thousands of miles. It's not. Yeah, no, absolutely. So. But, but I thought they were trying to go somewhere on the west coast of, of the Americas. Yeah, but that's they South don't America. They say old, old Spanish trail. Correct. Here. Yeah. So, so, there, so he stopped there to get off of the boat to be yeah. like, she needs food. I need exactly. to find somebody. Yeah, exactly. Because there's, you know, there's on this, a line here yeah. where he talks about, yeah, on this I might boat. even eat you, Dooley, if yeah. you don't give me some food on right. this trip. So, yeah. so that, that's, that leads to my confusion. Even in this day, mm. even in this time, is it faster to take a ship all the way around South America than it is to travel across? Well, you're you're just not thinking like a vampire there, Chad. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I mean, I, I guess not. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure it, they have their reasons. Yeah, it's probably it's probably you know you can crater, you can you know you can have this you have this like you know semi protective you know you're in the luggage you're just like you're by yourself uh, other than like I don't know uh, you know a train uh, motor transportation. You're not. You don't have stops. You don't have to get Why up. Why doesn't you don't she have just to turn like, into a bat? Okay. Yeah. And fly because there. she's sick. 
Because oh, yeah, she's yeah, sick. I forgot. She got yeah. burnt. Bats have small wings. Mojito. This is a long. This is long. This is there? a long way to go. Mojito, yeah. I need mint, Mojito. and then I'll be fine. <laughs> like, can you just give me some rum, <laughs> please? Right. Yeah, that's right. A, that's probably it. She just hasn't had a drink, she so she's pissed off a dually now. She's like, put just, me on a ship. We'll get rum. Yeah, exactly. Be like, I know all pirates have rum. Um, <laughs> Yar. So, yeah. So obviously, like you know, they're 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 going from you know uh, New York to somewhere in South America. Uh, she is being crated. So there's a this uh you know uh a little bit of a conversation between Dooley and her of just like okay i'll go i'll try to get you food if he doesn't bring her food she just says like i don't know sarcastically maybe uh of just like i'm not even trying to eat you um uh but you can kind of see you know some kind of maybe of a uh tear in their relationship right there of like this desperate you know ness of of like okay you know listen you know it's like if i get too hungry i don't know yeah, I gotta survive. Right. Um, right. You know, she's been surviving for thousands of. Well, that might have you know. been the carrots. Like, dude, if exactly. you don't find me food, I'll bite you food. in the neck. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so you know, and and you see her, see Dooley boarding her up, and and oh, sorry, crating her, uh, and you have you know, then then he, he's trying to, he's having this dialogue of of like, how do I find the you know the piece of shit guy that that sh- that I, I i pick for her and then she feeds on of who i don't think is is meant for fit meant for this world and isn't really you know ethically up to my standards um so it kind of goes through and he's he's looking throughout the the, the boat and he can't find anybody everyone's poor everyone's just like trying to get to their next location and and you know there's no aristocrats it's just kind of it's it's a uh it's a you know low feeding zone uh for his for his moral, moral compass mm-hmm. um and then uh you know so so he kind of gives up on that uh and he's like all right I'm, we're gonna port here fairly soon uh and uh and he go well once they do um port he he goes into town it's kind of the same situation you know he's he's still he's still looking for there's i think that there was some drug use uh for the people that he was looking at there was a lot of poverty um you know so he's just like he's having a very difficult time uh you know finding anybody who is to his eyes worthy, worthy of being yeah of being you know bled to de- yeah bled to death by by his uh by his hot vampire friend and and one thing i want to touch on is there's a line here when they're traveling right when he gets off the boat uh he talks about her uh and that she was one of the strongest of her kind lesser lesser she said only to the great Romanian count. So she's Dracula. just under Dracula. Yeah, okay. That's how powerful she is. Gotcha. And, and and I don't have a problem with that, except that, really, we got to have the sec- this is a story of the second most powerful vampire. You know, like, it, it just seems convenient. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. like, who do you find more attractive? I mean, well, Dracula, <laughs> of course. That dude's hot. But that's but. that's an interesting thing that, that, that I like the way it's written, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It says, she said... Mm. Only to the great Romanian, right? Which could mean yeah. she's Which, just spinning tales, too. right? She it's also cool to like express some like some reverence of you know of you know everyone knows Dracula, everyone right. knows his power. Like she yeah. can't like maybe this is a story of not trying to to you know upstays Dracula, but you know kind of spin it off. Of, you know, it's like obviously he is the seed. He is right. you know makes all the other vampires. He could be a wife. Also that's why could, yeah. that's why she didn't turn into a bat because he can and she just can't because well, he already did it. What, <laughs> she's nice. trying to be original. What do you want her to turn into? <laughs> I'm going to become a uh, giant tortoise. <laughs> well, obviously, she's not going to get to South America that fast. <laughs> that's Maybe that's why they took the fucking boat. Um, I, I, I also think the the mention of, of Vlad the Impaler um, 
puts it in that world. Mm-hmm. So now we know that this is very likely the kind of vampires that can't be stabbed in the heart. This is the kind of vampires that can't have holy water, no reflection. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of they put you in this situation where you might know the lore because mm-hmm. of that with one simple sentence. Yeah. For sure. That, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a great point. There it is. Yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, they do go to yeah, Los Angeles. And then when Angeles. they get to Los Angeles, it's another 700 uh, miles on the old so Spanish this is, right, so right. This is So they're going, they're going around, you know, the Cape there. I mean, I guess, yeah, before the Panama Canal, you're not going to make that in a wagon. It's a Civil War era. You know, that's got to be very difficult. That's, this is probably the same, takes a month off the trip or something like that, just going off a boat. The, the boats Yeah, too? yeah. Okay. So, you know, I it's... I don't know, but I don't, I don't know enough don't, about boat travel. I am, I am the beer guy, somewhere. not the nautical guy. So, <laughs> but uh, I have played Oregon Trail before, and I heard it is very fraught with disaster. So, dysentery, so you yeah. usually die of dysentery. My yeah. daughter beat that game last month or something. I was oh, like, nice. I never got across, the, like, the second river. Yeah. yeah. It's you tough. Know? Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, All right. it's super easy. <laughs> Maybe that's, um, this, again, why they took the boat. So <laughs> straight from Aaron Campbell's mouth, I asked him, what, who is Joni? just texted him. Who is Janie Mack? And he told me that it's a colloquial. Thank you. Like saying Great Scott. So it's like saying Jesus Christ. Janie Mack. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm asking him another question that we had. Why did they take a boat? Why didn't she um, just turn into a bat? Anyway, sorry. No, Continue, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll ask him that later, and these then he'll punch are, me in the yeah. face. <laughs> be like, do you not, um, do you not know? He says it's an Irish colloquialism. Uh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, okay. So you know, uh, still think it's obviously getting pretty desperate for them on the boat. Uh, he's not able to find anybody who is up to the moral standard of of eating or him. You know, sacrificing the uh, uh, that person to uh, the hot vampire. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's getting, um, uh, it's getting, it's getting a little desperate. Finally, they arrive here and it looks in, in, uh, in San Francisco. I'm oh, sorry, Lane, uh, Los, uh, Los Angeles. Uh, and, uh, and then when they're, when they're offboarding, he's trying to, uh, he, there's this, uh, you know, see some men off road, uh, unloading the, uh, uh, the case that she's in. And he's saying very loudly, uh, hey, make sure, you know, just like be very fragile. This stuff is very expensive. You know, right, you right. must he's you purposely must, setting he's dudes up saying this very loudly. And yeah, being, yeah he's yeah. like, be careful with it. Yeah. Like, this is fragile. Yeah. There's, it's beautiful and exceedingly but it's an very, very, very expensive, you know. So, you know, obviously on, on that side of the West, you know, you but, might. But that wasn't a trap. No, it is. Yeah. No, he's like, that's a beginner's mistake. Yeah. But, well, but he says here, fragile, beautiful, and exceedingly rare. And though. Um, I weren't widows or orphans. I set them up mm-hmm. to 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 get eaten. Yeah. So he's just doing this, like you know, this kind of An play. Act. Yeah. Hey, I was just don't like, watch out. That's obviously no, rare. He, no, he didn't set them up. He says even right here, a beginner's mistake in a place so lawless as this. But I didn't. But I didn't lie. lie. Yeah. And so he was trying to tell them, be careful with her. Be careful with her. And so as he's like saying that, they assume it's treasure and come after him. And then he's like, well. But he well, said, I made sure to loudly yeah, instruct the crew. exactly. So I think that As it's, soon as that sentence is said, yeah, that's him setting them up. Them up. He, right. he thinks that they're, they're you know, going to, you know, definitely try to rob him sometime. Okay. Yeah. All right, fair. That's, that's what I, I think. I, think. Right, I mean, right. we could it's be two, wrong. It's two like against it. one right now. But you're it's absolutely right. <laughs> when I was reading this, when I read, the, I was like, that's what I got out of that entrance into the journal. Right? But then the next paragraph is a beginner's mistake in a in a place so lawless as this but i didn't lie and so i was like wait so he didn't do it on purpose but then it's it's i feel like it's pretty obvious he i also, didn't lie he also tells him like which trail he's going on 
Yeah, I yeah. Right. So right. yeah, it's so, a setup. Yeah. It's a setup. It's a setup. My bad. My bad. Um, <laughs> I, I I appreciate you apologizing. Um, <laughs> yes, about time. Yes, <laughs> this splash page is fantastic. It's so good. Yeah, it was really cool. So then uh, then you see this uh, this meetup meetup of uh, you know those guys kind of running him down on this mm-hmm. on this old trail, uh, and uh, and then uh, obviously. A very hungry, 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 uh, hungry, uh, not so sexy vampire pops out and uh, and starts starts slicing slicing throats um, and uh, and and really just kind of engorging herself of yeah. these uh, of these three individuals who um, of uh, uh, who who try to try to steal whatever was in this case, which I really actually love this this page of you know she's just do- she's doing she's she's horrifying she's going after these guys who are all super stunned. And then Dooley is driving the wagon, just looking back at him like, "All right, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. So that song is "The Flight of the Valkyrie" by Richard Wagner. Okay, okay. For everybody I, out there, I appreciate you got the inside inside yeah, track, I, yes, inside track directly from yeah. one of the writers. Because <laughs> exactly. that's so cool, so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously she, you know, she she gets to recuperate her, you know. Uh, her strength uh mm-hmm. by by you know uh eating uh, eating these these three three guys who are obviously no good anyway and she's so not right. nearly as hot right now not, before she eats not the as hot yeah as again this is it's subjective yeah hotness is hotness uh, is so i just bony vampire women yeah. i'm gonna say cool, cool. Um, yeah yeah she does she does look she does look scary I'm um just saying she's attractive she, she <laughs> Yeah. Just saying, I need me some things. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously, you know that. What What was cool? What I What I found was like, okay, both of them. Well, I guess this kind of goes back to my original comment of like, who was directing who on this on this you know venture of morality of you know was it was it her ideals was it Dooley's ideals like uh you know or standards um you know so she didn't there was no caveat of like her sneaking out and you know right. killing somebody like, are they bad people ex- exactly yeah. you know or or like sneaking a little snack every once in a while of you know some kind of shipmate mm-hmm. uh and then so they both waited until you know this even though she obviously looks very very you know desperate for food um it may be an understanding mm-hmm. where you know when they first met she's like listen i'm a vampire yeah yeah. You need to help me out. I yeah. need people to protect me when I'm asleep. Exactly. I'll protect I, you. You right, protect me. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll do this, but you only got to people. Yeah. You, you have to eat assholes. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed. Gross. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're Sorry, you have to eat tickets. Wait. You have to eat. It could be. It, he's like, you, you know, drive a hard bargain, right? <laughs> wow. But, but I guess. And it's a, I mean, you can, you can say, we can say what we want or assume what we want because it can also be that, you know, as we put thought into it, it's like, well, Dooley understands how law works. And if it's somebody that's reputable, they're going to go right. after oh, then that's, and yeah, figure that's it out. Absolutely. If we I don't know pick, what else he, he says something this less about. less mentality of. Yeah, yeah. He said something about like this person, nobody's actually even going to mm-hmm. care about. But at the same time, the one guy's highfalutin going to an opera, so who knows? Anyway, <laughs> all sorts of different things. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it looks like, I mean, he's packing up. Um, and then I was actually, I was like, you know, I wouldn't, yeah, so he, I, I think that he was starting to have this like kind of revelation at the at the end of that page of, you know, just like of, I don't know, where he stands in this, or he was starting to start to question some stuff of, you know, who he is in this role, um, and it could just kind of leaves out of that when he's packing her back up into this, uh, you know, into the crate. There's also this panel here where his, he's side-eyeing yeah. while she's, like, bloodletting. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, it's, and it's obvious that he's just, like, 
He's like, what the fuck? I'm not, I'm not watching this. This is what she does. This is part of my life, but this isn't me. And, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's, I'm, it's purely a transactional thing. There's no, there's no joy of, you know, of right, what, right. He's what like, oh, sweet. She's sweet. She's yeah. ripping people's faces off. Let's watch. For sure. He's definitely uncomfortable mm-hmm. with what she has to do. Yeah. Uh, then it, then it goes into this, uh, you know, kind of old town and I, I assume California, of, of, um, you know, just like this old, old Western town. They're in the saloon. Um, there's a couple new characters, uh, that are kind of involved. And I was, I was kind of a little bit confused in these interactions. Okay. Um, I think, and I was too, hmm. I'm pretty sure he's telling his story in the narration here. Yeah. While okay, so that, present that, day is happening okay. at the same time. Gotcha. And so this is actually where the the brilliance in the writing comes in, and I, and I'll talk about it in a minute. Well, when you get there. Oh, no, I mean, uh, if you guys want to take it, I'd take it. I, I mean, because uh, it just looks like he's he's telling a story, he's telling it loudly. He's you know he's getting people's attention. I, I'm assuming to suss out who Maybe. is the you know who's who's the bad egg in uh-huh, here of uh-huh. you know who's his next victim or you know or setting up a story of of why he's there. Um, so I mean, the, so I mean, he's not. Oh yeah, now you're talking about Dooley's not really saying anything. Yeah, Dooley's not. So you right. got another loudmouth kind of at the bar. Yeah, I think. yeah. So he seems like a. Uh, I don't know. He seems like somebody who's. It's a, he's the uh, sheriff. He's the sheriff. What do you oh, have, okay. Sheriff Abilene? Oh, okay, gotcha. Right. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. Somebody important in town. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw. Then, I saw. And then there's Abilene. like yeah. some sexy stuff going on, and they're like, "Oh, that's bouncing Betty." Doing yeah, her work. she's doing. Her. And oh, this yeah. is a total yeah. shot. At Main Street Comics here, guys. So okay. just bouncing Betty doing her work for the shooting starts. Um, you reckon she'd make a good character in my stories? Yeah, and, yeah. And then the narration. But as she placed me below the ripples and I scream in sound bubbles, she saw a vision. I I think she, he says, or is that name just a little too crass for the mm-hmm. East Coast intellectuals? What would be my audience? And so I think this is actually a kind of a side-handed shot at mainstream comic books. Gotcha. Okay. Because that's that sounds like something Aaron would do. I just I just I, I imagine I missed the sheriff comment, so I I went and after I, I read that and when he was talking about stories and my audience, like I was like, oh, he's a writer, you know, right, or right, something. Right. And he's know. definitely writing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, he's you know, and I'm not wrong. Not only is he a sheriff, <laughs> he's a writer. Yeah. Yeah, and he's <clears> I want to dance. The writing <laughs> the writing here is about. How his, his mother how was going to kill up. him. Right. Uh, and he, that's he, his mother put his head into the water at the river. Mm. And that's when she let him go because she saw the vision. She saw something, a vision. Mm-hmm. And then the, oh. then, then the next panel, you see her gorgeous yeah. looking like raven the vision, angel. a raven-haired angel who told yeah. her to let me live because she'd watch over me. Yeah. Gotcha. So do you think like, okay, so and then, you know, there's, there's still some more conversation of, of how... You know, and she's just, I feel like she's kind of like introducing herself into this crowd of, sorry, go ahead, John. I was just going to say, so that's why when, so maybe she's known him since he was a boy. That's why Mihito, boy, and he was waiting for her to ring that bell to dig her back up. I think. So they know, they've known each other even longer than I don't think think. that's it. I don't think that's it. Because that's what I thought at first. Um, I think that she came to well, her, you, his you, mom. I feel like you just won that argument with it. I think so. <laughs> You're just like, I'm going to wipe my hands with this conversation, and I don't care what you have to say. We'll have to figure it out. I think that so she came to tell his mom in a vision yeah. on purpose so that when she needed somebody, he was there. Hmm. Like a yeah, serendipitous maybe. kind of thing. You know, that's what I got out of it. Maybe she watched over him during the battles, and maybe. that's why he survived. Maybe. Well, she was buried in the ground. But she was. Right, but <laughs> she she's has the ability to, like, be a vision, yeah. but not a bat. 
Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're dying. I mean, we don't know. What's, yeah, well, be, we're what's the easier thing to do: be a vision or be a bat? Be a vision. Uh, be a vision for sure, because yeah. transmutation is difficult, especially yeah. to a much smaller. Creature. I appreciate you guys answering the hard questions. Yeah, yeah of course. Absolutely. We're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> so then, Sorry, continue. Yeah. Yeah. So then, I love this line here where he he asks what the name of the place is, Sangre de Mara, which is uh, um. Uh, I had it. I had it. Vampire of the West. That's close, but it's the it's the Moorish blood is what it translates to. Okay, like the Sangre de Cristos. Right. Is right. What Christ's blood, uh, right? Right. Exactly. Christ's so, blood. So this I don't is know what Moorish, Moorish is. blood, which is um the Moors, which is a, like an English thing. Is it? I believe. Like Morro Bay in Sangre de Moro. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what I don't it's know about what the Mesa. means. It's 700 miles from L.A. That's all we there know. There we go. All right. <laughs> um, and it's weird because he's like, years later I came to this country with nothing of my own and found myself fighting a war for five pennies a week. So he basically, like, they came from Ireland yeah, yeah. to the Americas, specifically North America, mm. and then he ended up in a civil war because he's not a racist asshole. Well, he's Irish, so he was right. He was part of the problem. Part of being, or in their eyes, he yeah. was. He was on the south. Uh, the he, north. Was on, he was on the north. north. Yeah, right, right. right, right. Getting, but I mean, but in New York and then like really, speaking yeah. of of racism and stuff like that, right. the Irish were not looked oh, well no. upon. Oh no, I'm Irish. I understand that. Yeah, what? So the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, um, like the Irish and you know the Irish were spit and kicked on. Yeah. the Italians were treated poorly yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, um, almost it's, everyone that wasn't just white just and white, had white. like an English. Background. That's weird. Anyway, yeah. anyway so weird. I love this line here. Um, she says, Demoro, how familiar? You know, because blood, mm-hmm. right? Or the Moors. The Moro, I don't know that. But does Demoro Song- mean mojito? <laughs> I, we're about to find out. So then she says, wine instead of the usual and a beer for yourself. So I was like, oh, that's a cool line. You know, she's basically yeah. like, dude, I'm not trying to eat right now. Like, yeah, give me, just give like me some I'm all, I'm all full. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then it's weird she buys him a beer and then he starts tripping out on this beer yeah, yeah well I yeah, mean he's obviously having like this little flashback of when he shot when that he shot that kid yeah in the when neck. he shot that kid in the neck which yeah it just it's a good That's shot a in the neck uh, you know it just yeah he's obviously just like you know he's who has he become he's having some like again some moral conflict and I could, think you know I think there's a lot said in this piece of art in mm-hmm. this panel where he shoots that kid in the neck, mm-hmm. because as he's burying him, he doesn't look like he's having fun. No, right? no, he's. But if and it's yeah. it's super subtle and it's super hard, kind of hard I to just, see. But it just it, he's 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 not happy about what he's doing right here. Yeah, and I feel I just figured like, out why. Okay, so you know, I was like, what is he like surprised he's coming back to life or something? That's what confused me. He realizes that as he's dragging this body to this grave, it's just a kid. It's just yeah. he's like, oh shit, yeah. this is a lad. Just like sorry, just, just like when my mom fucking put my head under the water, <laughs> which wasn't bath time, as she said it was. <laughs> yeah, but I, he was a newborn. He doesn't remember that shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you can in in this piece of art specifically, he's he's in the distance, but you can still see the fear, the the uh, all sorts of emotions that he shot the kid in the neck, right. almost. Almost like he didn't want to, but he had to, well, and he, he still to. doesn't feel good war, about it. Yeah, you know? and that's the thing is, this kid was just born on the other side of that border, and the right. kid's just yeah. Which obviously, yeah, like you know, again, you come back to this moral compass deal of like he he shot this guy in the neck. You know, the battle was still waging. He went back and got this kid, and he's burying him. Mm-hmm. You know, so like he obviously feels poorly about it he's still in his later years you know this is this is still a decade later and he's like he's doing this reflection period of just like 
This and I, I know that this was shot written, that kid in the neck. You know? right. This was written before some then. of the stuff that's yeah. happening in the world right now. Yeah, but this runs a close parallel with what's going on in uh, Ukraine. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, where yeah, like yeah. like not all the Russian soldiers are happy to be yeah. murdering these Ukrainians. Mm-hmm. They speak the same language. Yeah. You know, they they're they're friends and family. It's mm-hmm. like when the the wall was put up in Germany. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. like. All my aunts and cousins are over there, dude. Like, what exactly. the hell, you know? Yeah. I think, he, you know, he's yeah. He yeah, killed this kid a, yeah. because it's his job, mm-hmm. but that kid probably had no reason to be in this war just like he did. Yep. Right. Absolutely. So um, so when you flip the page, um, you know, you 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 have the top left uh, panel is, is you know, Dooley kind of just saying, hey, my, uh, my perspective has been realigned, so maybe he's come to some... Uh, you know, realization of his role that he's playing or, you know, whatever. But in the background of that, you have that ominous, uh, you know, character from the, from the second page uh, or so, you know, the guy with the, the, you know, the crazy eyes or the crazy the ominous cra- eyeballs. Exactly. Blue ominous nice. eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so still being a shady character, he's like, you know, I didn't he's, even see that part. he's like, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's going back and he's, and he's retreating to, you know, some other building to go it just like, it seems like he's in a rush to go alert somebody. Uh, and then he's, you know, he's, he's in this church. Uh, there's, there's a character, you know, sitting down in front of a, or kneeling down in front of a cross, um, and he's just saying, um, Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, what is it? Dirk. Yeah, it's Dirk. Yeah. Dirk, yeah, yeah. Dirk. Um, he's just alerting them that, that, uh, Dooley and the hot vampire have arrived. Uh, he's bragging about, you know, it's like, yeah, I kept up the schedule and whatever. And, and his, uh, my his, math is impeccable. My math is impeccable. I am and amazing. Anybody who's wearing that big of a glass is absolutely, he's, you know, he's, he's bragging about it a little bit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and obviously there, and then this, this character is, is standing up, um, and he has some, you know, some kind of, it looks like a, a, a godly purpose of, you know, what he's, what he's saying is, is not always, uh, sorry, uh, what was, what was I don't know. He's he's bringing up God into of, of his mission or, or something, and uh, and it's For to it ensure is not always the value in the eyes of God. There it is to ensure the undead be returned to their grave. Exactly. Uh, so, but it, but it's kind of it's you know this and it has this like very kind of very large uh, character. He, I almost like when I first saw him, I was like, this is like a Frankenstein situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I actually so, got that too. With yeah, the, yeah. With the way you know everything stitched together. together. Yeah, exactly. He's got so some, this is yeah. actually really cool and another one of the things I love about the writing here you know he's like because I'm trying to survive in this new country because he's from Ireland mm-hmm. I found few friends saying mm-hmm. that basically everybody sucks right mm-hmm. and as my new countrymen had done allowed me to believe where he's saying that you know the Americans have, have told him that it's the enemy yeah right that's the problem he realizes his perspective is being realigned right and that in this new country that has not yet decided who are its angels I fear I can no longer tell who are the monsters yeah right basically saying that Americans are assholes. Hmm. Well, I mean, he's not saying that, but right. But I mean, in in this concept context, he's talking about himself and the vampire. Like he doesn't. He's starting to fall apart. It feels like he he's like he's happy. very apathetic mm-hmm. drinking that beer. He's obviously having. PTSD visions looking in the beer. Obviously, obviously he's not drinking at Gravity Bad Brewing Company. Right. Uh, because yeah, if he did that, beer, he would be like, I'm all about this like, beer right this now. I don't so give a shit good. what she's doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Selfless. Shameless yep. self-promotion. Yeah. But obviously, <laughs> you know, this, this big, this big guy's, uh, big, big Loke is going to get involved and, you know, he's hunted this, this, uh, this vampire uh, and and then it ends. And you uh, said, yeah. um, you said hunted and to be that continued. is the hunter. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. So he's, yeah. basically, 
they're kind of implying that they're the ones who burnt down her house. Yeah. So she had to come back to the homeland. Yep. Right. Right, right. Which is so Los Angeles. Uh, well, so well we're past Los Angeles now. Yeah, 700 miles from Los Angeles. So I, I'm curious. I'm curious Which to is still see Los if, Angeles. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm curious to see if it continues into the country or if it like goes down south. Because if it goes, I'm interested to see where they're going. Yeah. Because of, I apologize, but this is really bothering me. Because if if it's not even Los Angeles and you're going to go 700 miles in, well then yes, it would be easier to go. On yeah, land. yeah, no, true. Maybe uh, it's 700 miles but if, up. But if you're going to go down south, then you should have stopped somewhere. Uh, yeah, sure. Maybe so, in Mexico. You so know? maybe they're in Sacramento or something. But no. if you're in Sacramento, you keep going up to San Francisco and you, you port there. I'm just right. yeah, no, no. I'm just saying I'm all over the place of where they're going. Okay, yeah, yeah. Lisa, no, I, Lisa, I, I get the, the concern. Yeah. Why did they go all the way around the bottom of the Americas, take a pit stop, you know, in wherever... Colombia or whatever. I don't even know. Peru. That looked like possibly Peru. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and then, then they they didn't show the map again and them going up to LA just all yeah. of a sudden they were magically in LA. Just saying. Well, so I mean, you can only you can only fake so many pictures on Instagram guys and you true. just like you have to be on location for some of them. Uh and you know the Fair weather enough. the weather on that side of south that side of South America right now. Be the worst. worst. So bad. Oh, it's so bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, the worst. Worst for somebody who doesn't like sun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know true. the evenings are great. Yeah, no doubt. Uh so question for you sure chris um your first comic book mm-hmm. uh what are your thoughts about trying to finish the story are you gonna try and get that second issue to, as it continues you know i i feel like i will uh you know i i i really enjoyed you know obviously I, we had the the questions of of you know what was actually transpiring it was mostly just kind of you know my you know uh me being uh i'll say it a noob uh, to, to this, uh, this kind of, uh, style and, but it's, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, Good. it was a cool, it, it brought, it, it brings together, you know, just like, of you know, the, the stories that I already know you have, you have the, the vampire setting where, mm-hmm. you know, Dracula was brought up. So I, I get that you have the old West, which is, you know, cool in its own right. And then you have, you know, and then that, that big Frankenstein, you know, reminiscent, person at the end i'm like okay cool this is just a revitalization of of something that i i understand um you know it's it like i already i already know these stories and i I love them like why wouldn't i see them in a new setting you know so that's i i I feel i feel i don't feel obligated but i feel like i i I mean i I want to uh so that's that's the grading system you go by yeah do you want to read the next one yeah i wouldn't mind reading the next one awesome if it's anything like this one i'm sure i'll pick up a third fantastic So, so i'm interested in hearing your your um you know, what was your vision of what a comic book was before this, you know? Because mm-hmm. this is your kind of an off-the-beaten-path comic book. Yeah. And we're in an age of comic books where this happens now. Yeah. If it was the 80s and we asked you to do a show, it would be Superman or Batman or yes. the X-Men yeah, yeah. or something, right? Yeah. It'd be comic book related. Mm-hmm. This isn't. Did you have this idea in your head that you were reading this, you were you were going to be reading a superhero comic book? No. Like, so I, I did. I did approach that where I'm just like, okay, yeah, it's, it's going to be a superhero. There's going to be an obvious, like, you know, the, a good guy. There's going to be a bad guy. Protagonist, you know? antagonist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, and then that kind of, this kind of, uh, this kind of definitely, uh, you know, adjusted my uh, perspective on what comic books can be. I mean, this is just like, I just, I, I, I felt like this was just, you know, a story. 
and yeah. you know some it, it, again it has the familiarity and 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 it, it's visually appealing and it's just i think it's just it's just cool um you know it's it's entertaining in its own right and it doesn't have to be a you know just like oh some some guy in a you know a tight suit you know kicking mm-hmm. some bad guy's ass and and right. you know whatever something that we've seen all the time it's it's something different and and it's uh you know obviously these characters have depth you can you can see that you can see a moral struggle you can see you know just like like a bunch of new characters getting uh you know involved and you're just like who are they what are they doing and it's kind of cool having it in a short you know i think this is like six to eight pages uh okay i, I have a basic basic understanding but what's going to come out next? That could completely change, mm-hmm. you know. So the character development is there, and and you've got your typical yeah. storyline. Mm-hmm. However, they've put a little twist in this because the protagonist is a human eating vampire. Yeah, kind of. You know, the protagonist's hanging out with this. You know, so there's not a clear line. This is good and this is bad. Yeah, especially as as the the mojito. As he starts questioning his kind of moral compass <laughs> yeah. and what he's doing, and um, I, I, I really liked the art, um, the writing, the writing. I got confused a little bit, also because of some of the art. Mm-hmm. But overall, I really liked it, and I do want to check out. The I thought it was an interesting take going. to start to continue in the present day while he's narrating his past. And I felt that at first I was a little confused. I was like, wait, is this the past? But then mm-hmm. you see her on the next page, you're like, okay, okay, cool. So I had a double take. But, I mean, I I love this book. I'm yeah, definitely yeah. reading the second edition. Awesome. Cool. So if you guys uh, come in this uh, Saturday, yeah, Mr. Aaron, Cabin, <laughs> Mr. Aaron Campbell, Aaron Campbell. Uh, we'll be here at 1 o'clock signing copies. And uh, you guys got plenty to, to be able to buy. So yeah, it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be awesome. Is that the guy you were texting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So. You tell him I said hi. Nope. All right. That's fair. It's <laughs> yeah, a good move. That's a really good move. This guy you never met just said hi. <laughs> yeah. He probably. I. I wouldn't doubt that he's. He goes to gra- gravity bound every <laughs> oh, once in a while. All right. Oh, oh so yeah, he's yeah. a local guy. Yeah, he's Excellent. local. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And he's. Uh, he's drawing Suicide Squad for DC. Um, yeah. Okay. He drew uh, the last Hellblazer run mm-hmm. as well, John Constantine. Who I don't know if you see saw the Constantine movie, but that's yeah. based. Yeah. yeah. Based on a DC. Keanu comic Reeves. Book. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's based on a DC comic book. Um, from a long time ago, and he drew the most recent ink in. Won some version. awards for it too, didn't he? Nice. He might have. Um, he, did. he did a book before that called Infidel, mm. and it got NPR's top 100 horror yeah, stories of that thing all was time. Amazing. All right. It's a monster. It's so good, and yeah. I, right away, like chills. Like, yeah. That's yeah. a horror story. Okay. That's fantastic. If you haven't checked out Infidel, check out Infidel. Yeah. Now you know. All right. Cool. Well, if there's uh, not anything else, I really appreciate you coming by, Chris. Appreciate you inviting me, guys. I, I really I great. had the a great time. Delicious, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, I had a great time talking about this. And and uh, uh, you know, I'll I'll be in. Awesome. awesome. Cool. cool. All right. We'll catch everybody on the flip side. <laughs> you knew I'd do I, it. Yeah. I was like. <laughs>